courtesy of Bow Sports.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes. You can subscribe to this lovely, sexy, wonderful podcast for free. Tune in media for your mobile devices, Google Play Podcast, and we are also on Spotify. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that we so lovingly call Bow on Bulls. This show totally, utterly, and foreverly dedicated to the Chicago Bulls and NBA talk. I am Big Dave, rolling solo right now. Dub will be here uh, soon enough. But in the meantime, between time, I mean, I got the next best thing or the second best thing or third best thing, however you want to look at it. Um, I got that man, that myth, that legend, the MC extraordinaire who has grown himself into being one of the best MCs I think out there, personally. Um, he's got a new album out uh, called Second Cousins. And I'll let him speak on that a little bit with uh, the, with Fifth Element on productions. But ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Mr. D. Jackson. What's up, D? Peace, 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 peace. I'm the first best thing, son. That's, you know what? As usual and on brand, you know, you just disregard all the nice things I say. You know what I mean? It goes immediately, you know, to the very small little portion, you know what I'm saying, somebody, you know, said. But, you know, that's fine. You know I mean? I don't expect nothing less, man. But, you know, you think nah, it's one. That's good. Nah, man, it's all good, man. Can't uh, dub can't be be replaced, man. So, yeah, I'll I mean, we'll it. see. <laughs> <laughs> but, on, but on the real, man, um, I have to say first and foremost, congratulations, brother. Uh, you took that big old step. You have become a married man. You have put your jersey in the rafters for good, and you have married. Hung it up, you, son. Yeah, you've married you uh, absolute wonderful incredible smart intelligent just all out amazing person man and congratulations to you on on that move brother now nah, i appreciate it man it's uh you know it was time man you know mm-hmm. i had that had to hang up a jersey mm-hmm. yeah but it was time now but now i'm uh like you said man i got a good one so yeah i had to take the step man i'm happy with my decision okay you all feel good, good? Make, make me better man Okay. Okay. I, I do. I definitely agree with that. I definitely think um, she makes you better, man. But, you know, as somebody, you know what I'm saying, who, who is a a bachelor and doesn't see marriage uh, like that, I'm not afraid of it. I just, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to look at. But tell me, what, what was it like for you that that day, the, like the day of, bro? Like, did you have all the things that people talk about, you know, the cold feet and all that kind of thing? Like, how was it for you that day? You know what? The only thing that made me nervous was... Uh the vows um everything else was cool well i had a lot of family drama leading up to it and the day before so i was nervous that some drama was gonna kick off but you know thank god it didn't Mm -hmm. but the actual ceremony like the wedding itself i thought i wasn't nervous but at the end i I could tell i was nervous because like i stayed at the hotel had a suite and everything so the morning of i'm getting ready shower next thing i'm like man this is probably tmi <laughs> i was like i ain't got no draws man <laughs> I ain't packing no draws <laughs> no nothing so my guy real uh tall black guy he was uh he was on the way i was like son i need you to stop at walmart give me some draws and that's some homie stuff man if you wasn't about your man some draws yes. and take him some draws <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's some real life homie stuff man no you're, you're absolutely yeah, right then, <laughs> yeah because I, I don't know if i could buy any of y'all draws man 
It's just, but I, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Yo, but to but, real, uh, on the real though, to let you know, the draws. I, I get you some draws, D. I would. I'll go get you some draws. It would just be hard for me to actually <laughs> ask the next question, which would be what size you wear. <laughs> that would be hard for me to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo. Yo, because you know what, Rail, he's stuck in the 90s too. Because he was like, man, I got you. I got a brand new pack, man. I'm just going to bring you. He's like, you know, the side, he was like, yeah. He's like, these like, you know, boxers. I'm like, they like short boxers. Or like, he's like, you know, boxers. I was like, man, I wear boxer briefs. <laughs> and he he thought I was weird. He's like, you weird, man, wearing them tight ass drawers, wearing boxer briefs. I'm like, man, I thought everybody wear boxer briefs now. Like, you know, you got a cuff. You need, you, need, you know what I'm saying? You need yep. some type of thing. He's like, nah, man. I like him. He said, I let him hang on. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it, it, but, uh, but and he 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 said something else after that, but never mind. But uh, <laughs> he's like, man, I got a brand new pack, man. I just bring you a pack. Some of them, I'm like, nah, son, I need boxer briefs. But I guess I'm weird. I thought I thought everybody wore boxer briefs, man. No, but. you're right, dude. Every everybody wears boxer briefs. Like I definitely wear boxer briefs, no question about it. I'm happy with my decision right. when I made the switch. It was a perfect thing. You know what I'm saying? It's the best of both worlds. It's right. Best of both worlds, man. I'm like real, like you still doing that? <laughs> like you, you like your your balls to be hitting your thighs and all, like <laughs> all right, but uh, right. like box boxes is like walking around with with two pairs of gym shorts on. You know what I'm saying? Like that's For what it's like to be. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. We were childish doing that, but yeah, like, uh, but that was cool. But like the only thing I was worried about is the vows because mm. we wrote our own vows, and I had some bets, some side bets going on. Side bets. I wasn't gonna cry. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was okay. betting $100 if I was going to cry and all that stuff. And yeah, it was tough. Did you cry? Did you shed a tear? Right. It was a thug tear. Thug it wasn't like a cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it was, you know what I'm saying? One of those like bite the bottom lip joints, but not, <laughs> not a real ugly face cry. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess to me, to me, it didn't count. Okay. No, nah, but it was a wonderful day, man. It was it was a it was a great day, honestly. That's awesome, so. man. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, like man. I'm 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 still upset I missed it. Um I was dealing with uh COVID and everything, but yeah, I'm I'm still pretty upset I I, I missed that. And yeah, I was definitely gonna be there. I was definitely gonna be there to represent for sure. But yeah, on that that's a right, big you had move. the clothes laid out on the bed. Man, brother, listen, I had I had I had it ready. I'm just telling you like this, brother. I was about to be clean as a Mississippi chitlin, as my dad would say. You know what I mean? Like I was about to be clean. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was a little um I was a little upset I couldn't make it. But then you know you just you know you're one of my good friends. So I just, you know, I don't like not being there for those kind of moments, you know what I'm saying? Like that. And yeah. But you know, you know, it happened not like it happened, man, and everything. But yeah, it, it's all good though. Yeah, yeah, stuff, stuff happens, man. Yeah, and it's, it's it's all good. Dub was there. Dub held it down for both of y'all. Um, like you said, he was. I thought he was clean. You say he looked like he's about to do tax. What you say he looked like? <laughs> say he looked like he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I say he looked like he looked like your accountant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I 
I'm telling because I was like, you hey, look, look like a uh, you look like a like a jaded a jaded substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's not cool, man. <laughs> Doubles that clean, boy. Getting in all pictures. Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. I'm glad I'm glad y'all had that fun, man, and y'all had a good time. And you know, now you in it, you know what I mean? Ain't no going back. I'm sure it's a lot of you know women at the county that's really upset about you know you making that move, but you know, not the county. Not <laughs> the county. Know, hey, brother, you know what I mean? They got to find, you know, they got to find they uh somebody put something on their books elsewhere. So that's how it happens, right? Man. You know, it's cool. But yeah, man, uh, find, let me find, go ahead. find a new pen pal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Zarita, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Go, girl. But yeah, man, I haven't, uh, I haven't been able to talk bulls. We haven't talked bulls uh, in a while uh, with you, man. And you know, the bulls have done have you know off seasons. You know, here right now for the Chicago Bulls, it's that time of moment for the bulls to have that uh, off season right now. So it's a little quiet. But you know, they did a couple of small moves. You know, nothing big. Um, got Andre Drummond. And uh, they got Gordon Dragic. So they got those two guys right there in the offseason. But I think the like it's more so about the uh, as AK and Mark Evans keep saying, it's more so about the continuity of the team and growing, you know, what I'm saying the young guys on the inside. But let me ask you, you know, how do you feel about the Bulls, uh, what they did in the offseason so far, what they've done so far in the offseason and what they look like going forward to you? Well, to me, the Andre Drummond was not a small move to me. Mm. Andre Drummond, that was a big deal. Like, look at Andre Drummond's numbers. Um, first of all, he's still in his 20s. And he, if you look at his career, whether he overachieved or underachieved your expectations, he's literally one of the greatest rebounders in the history of the game. Not even like the past few years, like in the history of the game. Like, if, he, if his trajectory continues to go the way it goes right now, He's going to be in the top five ever. He could be in the top three ever as far as like rebounds. That's a big deal. He's still in his 20s. You know, that's, that's, that's a big deal. That's somebody we can, you know, we can, he's a part of our team building moving forward. Now, Dragic, to me, I didn't quite understand that move. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't see the necessary need for him right now. Oh, I, I see that's, you know, Okay, then you can school me because um he's not like like he's not taken away from the team. I don't know what he's adding. Like I don't know where we're gonna find minutes for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he gonna take Io minute? No, because first of all, Io could beat him up now because because <laughs> he looked like Creed. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? The dude been man. He look he look like Michael B. Jordan on Creed. <laughs> he big as hell. Like he he gonna take um. Oh, he, he ain't he, he ain't taking those he ain't starting you know what I'm saying he's taking Caruso minutes you know what I'm saying we still ain't traded uh Kobe which I don't True. I don't expect him to be in the Bulls uniform when training camp come well maybe right. he will I don't expect him to last past the all-star break right but like it's gonna be tough finding minutes for him and trying to play some guy that you're trying to profile for this for the rest of the NBA to trade mm-hmm. and people that just deserve minutes he ain't taking Lonzo minutes Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Io Caruso, like, and I think like Dragic is is built to be like on the floor or like a six man or something. Mm. 
So maybe maybe it's injury protection. Yeah, yeah, right there on the head, right there, D. It's it's, it's injury protection. But I, I'll take it from from both. Uh, because that's funny, because I felt the opposite on both sides uh, with you on both of these things. But I came around on Andre Drummond. I came around on him. But for me, Andre Drummond, I was never a big fan of his game, you know what I'm saying, and how he played. And, and it was all mental for me. You know what I mean? It wasn't the fact that he was a great rebounder, you know what I'm saying, would ball out, would have games of like 20 points and 24 rebounds, you know what I'm saying, and do it kind of consistently like that. It was more the mental things that I would see him do on the floor that he would take himself out of the game for just doing boneheaded things. You know what I mean? Constantly on, on the floor. And it, and it got on my nerves and watching him flop. I, I just remember, cause I watched a lot of bulls, obviously. So I just remember him with the Pistons. So I watched a lot of bulls, Pistons games. And I just remember all the flops, you know what I'm saying? That he would do it. It would just drive me crazy because of how big he was. And I would watch the silly fouls he would make and it would just drive me crazy. And it were the silly things he would do, man. It just never seemed like his head was there uh, in the game. I, that has changed, I guess, with maturity, you know, with that, with him going around the league, you know, you're right. Uh, last year, I saw this, he, cause a lot of Bulls fans wanted uh, Isaiah Hartenstein from uh, the Clippers. And mm-hmm. the thing was, Isaiah Hartenstein is not a rebound. He's a good player, but he's not a rebounder. And I was like, Andre Drummond had more 20 rebound games than Hartenstein had double digit rebound games. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's significant because the Bulls were 29th in rebounds and, and they could not grab a rebound to save their life. So it was important to get somebody like Drummond. I see where he fits in. And you're right, D. I didn't even know he was 28 for a long time. It shocked me when I found out he was 28 years old. And he's got something to prove, I think, this year also. You know what I mean? Because this is like his last kind of go round to get money. You know what I mean? Like to get some real straight up money. This is like last go round for that. So when he does mm-hmm. that, I think he's really playing for that contract and playing for his prize. So I think he'll have a solid season and he'll definitely help with the rebound. Dragic, I saw immediately what he's going to do, D. Like it's it's insurance, it's insurance protection. And it's also because Lonzo Ball is not going to be playing 30 minutes a game no more. Like even when he come back from that knee, them 30 plus minutes, he ain't doing that no more, bro. That's a wrap for that. You know what I mean? They they gotta have that. And the other only other true point guard they got now is Dragic. You know, Io's not a true point guard. He can play it for sure, but he's not a true one. You know what I mean? And we know Kobe ain't a true one. Uh Caruso, he can play it, but he ain't no true one. Dragic is definitely a, a true point guard uh that can fill in for those moments. Cause we saw that in the playoffs. When we didn't have Lonzo Ball and we didn't have us a point guard, they was getting eight up. You know what I mean? Like, forget the play. Even before that, they were they were getting ate up a lot at that, and they couldn't move the ball. Like their offensive efficiency dropped because they couldn't move the ball. You know, and get it up the floor. You know what I'm saying? And get everybody set and run their rotate, and to have a threat. You know what I'm saying? Around who can actually spot up and shoot a three point shot that people were fearing. You know what I mean? And be worried about. But Dragas provides you that, and I like goons too. And Dragas is a goon. You saw him slap the shit out of dude in the head. Said <laughs> the playoffs that one time. I like goons, you know what I'm saying? Like that, man. And he's that kind of dude. But go ahead, go ahead. Now, but but Dragic, um, I guess I, I hear you as far as like true point guard, but when I think of him, I think of him um making plays off the ball, like like somebody setting him up and him hitting the open jump shot and everything. He can create too. I I don't really see him create for others. I know he does, I don't know how many assists he averaged and things like that, but he could he could definitely create for himself. 
And he can definitely play off the ball too. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't. I never really looked at him as, as a true point guard, honestly. But I don't know. Do you have his numbers up? Like by you? Like how many assists? What's his high? Like assists? Uh, average? Well, Dragic high assist average. He's been in the league uh, for a while. But uh, assist average wise, his high. Let's see, he averaged seven assists one one season when he was with Phoenix. Uh, and that's okay. his high, like seven seven point four assists is, is his high for uh, his assists. What's, what's, what's his what's his recent years? His last two years. Last two years uh, was basically four, basically four a game, and then he was averaging five with Brooklyn. I mean, I mean, based off his minutes, that's not bad. Yeah, so he he'll get yeah. he'll get you five five six assists a game. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's kind of how he wrote. But you're right. But that's why I said the other thing too. The like. Being that dude who you have to actually guard, you know what I'm saying? And his three-point shot, it's the only time I've seen it off was the last couple years, you know what I'm saying? Like the last year, actually, when he shot terribly and he shot like in the 20s, you know what I mean? And and I don't think that's a common thing for him, you know what I mean? So he's always been like a 30, 30, you know, 35% three-point shooter uh, like that. But yeah, I just, I like the goondom of him. And I like he can actually run the team because nobody could really run it. And Billy Donovan loves guard lineups. You know what I'm saying? Like, he loves playing guards, three-guard lineups. You know, he'll run four out there. They'll run small ball. They'll, so he gives them options out there like that. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's kind of where I see him fitting in. I don't think he's every day, but he'll definitely be that guy for those kind of spot minutes, Steve. Yeah. Okay. But I see yeah, we got a – let me get Dub in here for a second, man, because I see we got Dub uh, coming in. What's up, Dub? How you feel, man? What's up? I slid in late. <laughs> All good, man. Oh, we heard you get your, your mic fixed, man. You had a lot of, like, this fan noise going in the back, man. You got a fan on or something? You still here? No, no. You good now. You good now. You good now? All right, cool. Yeah, yeah I was trying to get set up. Okay, right Yeah, on, man. man. Um, yeah, the Dragic stick. Go back to um, Drummond, though, man. Drummond and Dragic. These are veteran dudes. That you know what they're going to give you on a team. One thing about Drummond, and I get I get to Dragic, is Drummond gets a lot of steals. I believe he's like top five at some point in steals. So not only is he going to rebound, he's going to give you fast break opportunities on those balls. And he's not going to demand much on offense. He, he's going to have a specific role. And Dragic, I've always liked Dragic, man. I think you know people talk about, oh, he's washed up. He didn't score a lot of points. And the Nets, I'm like, dude, this dude, I know it was a couple years ago, but like he was a big ass, <laughs> like he was huge in the finals. Like, yeah. I think Dragons, if he wanted to, could drop 15 a game. If he's like, can you do this for us for a big stretch? He'd be like, right, I could do that. Um, I like him on the team, like, but like you, man, I don't know where the hell those minutes, those minutes are going to come from unless they just think ball is going to be on a minutes restriction kind of thing where he just can't come in and play you know, 40 or 30, or 30 minutes a game. So maybe the first half of the season, ball. It's not playing this full, this full amount, this full amount of minutes, and uh, Dragon's gonna be asked to come and spell him. But um, but yeah, um, they got they are, they're they're heavy back there. Uh, yeah, you know, Caruso. I, yeah, it's gonna be hard to get minutes, but <laughs> I don't know about that guarantee stuff you talked about on the media a little bit, where you like guaranteed twenty five minutes a game or whatnot. But but definitely, I, I I think he's a better scorer, a better passer than people think. I think he's one of those players where like you know he's good, but when you see him on your team. You realize he's oh he's actually better than I thought. Like he could pass. Like you know, you mentioned his assist, Dave. If you want to, he could score. If you wanted to score, he can hit a big shot. He's not going to pass up a big shot. Mm 
and he's also unselfish as well. So he'll take the big shot for you. And if a team is in a drought, Drag is the type of player, if a good team is in a drought, he will push through and take the ball to the basket and try to score. You know, he doesn't shy away for that kind of stuff. So I think he's a wonderful team player. You can only be better with him on your team. Um, with that said, no, we're not winning the championship this year because <laughs> I'm too on the team. But I'm, I am glad that this that we have added, you know, some good players. You can't turn down good players. And obviously, you know, the front office is trying to be good for a long time until they hit a point where they can get that one big guy to win. They don't want to be bad. They want to stay at a, stay at a level of competition or a level of play for, for a few years with a team that's been together for a while. And then when the moment happens, when someone's available, then they can make that big trade and a big push win the championship. You don't want to start from the bottom all the time, right? So that's mm-hmm. they're, so they're trying to be they're trying to be like a really good team for years mm-hmm. to come. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's a better starting point than starting um being a bad team and trying to win the championship. So so hold tight. We're an average team, very good. No, we're above average team. Um, unless Zach goes monstrously crazy on the court. <laughs> no see us win the championship, but um, I like I like watching Dragic play, I, and I do like watching Dragic play. I do watch a guy, I do like watching guys have a specialty on the floor, and just watch him just try to get a rebound and strip every ball because he he gets a lot of steals, and he of course definitely rebound, rebound. And you're right, I didn't do that young. I keep forgetting how young that dude is. Yeah. So he has a chance to like have like three more phases of him losing weight and getting in shape. So <laughs> so like <laughs> so like. So like uh, he has probably another phase of him where he can lose weight and get in shape again, uh, and then uh, and um, and maybe himself better contract or whatever or not. But um, I like the additions, I like the addition to the Bulls. Yeah, I want to touch on something you you just spoke about that the Bulls nation I don't think are is really grasping. But but D, you you were trying to ask a question though uh, a little bit earlier before that. You always slipped my mind. Okay. All right. You know, it happens in thanks, marriage. Thanks, thanks a lot, Doug. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but the, Dude, but I, was, the, I, had, I had your back, Dub. I will do it after Dave said, but I had your back, man. Dave, Dave was talking about how you looked at the wedding. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. What picture did you show? Uh, the picture he the put in the group chat. It. You got to go look in the group chat. He put it in the group chat. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll take one picture myself. Oh, okay. 21, I'll take with you. You, you and I'll go with you, probably. Yeah, I told him you look like uh, I told him you look like you you was uh with Martin Luther King a couple of nights. <laughs> don't know what that means. You say you marched you know on Selma. You look like an usher, but, you know but what, what that means. What? I, I'd rather I'd rather be I'd rather have that look than not have that look, I guess, right? That's exactly. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I put in some work done before. There you go. You look like a disgraced biochemist. Like he was great. <laughs> was clean, son. But but for real though, though, I want I wanted to I want you to kind of expound on that point you just made because I don't think Bulls Nation honestly really grasp uh, the intelligence of what you just said. Uh and, and it's exactly what oh, really? uh AK and Eversley are doing. And it's kind of what I've been trying to tell, but you 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 put it so eloquently. Um that the Bulls are trying to be good just for the next few years and trying to just continue to build and have some continuity until that big person comes. And then you make that big move and you're just trying, you're not trying to just swing and go for it and then just be out and start from scratch every single year, because it's like that you're trying to build and, and have sustained goodness of a team. So you can actually go to other free agents and other people and say, Hey, look at what we're doing over here. This has been this, 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 we're only short this, we get this and we can make that big move and go over the hump. We ain't seen that from the Bulls 
in a very, 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 very long time. And everybody's just like, no, make this move here. We're going, or we're not going to make it a deep playoff run. Oh, we suck. Do it again next year. Make this move here. We're not going to the play. Oh, we suck. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it's either worst or it's first. You know what I'm saying? In a lot of Bulls fans' mind. But I think what you just said is 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 dead on and right on the money, sir. Oh, well, thank you, sir. And, and to expound upon that a little bit is that they 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 the front office sees their their job as they they play they play the long game, right? They know to they can't they know they can't shortcut. It's hard to shortcut a championship. Correct. Right. It's looking winning. Unless you get LeBron James or something like that. Even then it took them, you know, a little bit to get the championship. They 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 know this a process. So then like we can't cheat the process. We can't pretend like like we could do it in one in two years. No, we want to most teams you want to win a championship, you have to be together for a few years. And then things may happen that allow you to maybe break through. And you heard them say that say the same thing, right? So they know they already started the process of that of being good, good, good. So like, why would we reboot it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I understand, you know, like you know, I heard you know some people are complaining about when they go over electric tax or whatever. I'm like, they're not gonna do that unless they can win a championship. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, so like they they they're looking top now at the Bulls as a company and their lifespan, and they know when you win championships, most likely you have to go a few years being really, really good. And then hopefully you break through either a big trade or a player becomes really, really good or, or whatnot. That's, that, that's like, that's like, it's almost like the laws of basketball. We can't break physics, you know, that's, that's the law, you know, unless, you know, of course you give Kevin Durant or something like that, but that's even right. the, the, the Nets found out that, that that don't work. So like, so like, that's the law. So like, like they're not going to break the laws of basketball. Just to make satisfy the uh, the the, uh, the the fans, maybe yeah. short sighted in the in the whole process. Of winning. They talked about the process of winning. Get a good team together, have them be together for a while, and then break through. That's literally what they said. That's the plan. That's what they want to do. That's why I so, like them so uh, much because they they do what they say every single time. Yeah, yeah, it's worked um, a few times, but if it, you know, Nate one wins the championship, but you have a more uh, the percentages of, of winning. And going deep into playoffs every year is higher when you have a, a, a good core together for years and you're constantly building and um, and constructing and um, trying to improve. So yeah, they're 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 satisfied with the moves they made. They're not they don't go like we suck we suck we should never get boots. You know we don't trust ourselves. They trust themselves. They don't think boots was a mistake because they trust what they're doing. You want to boots right. for this reason. If you have someone yeah. have a, a you know a, you know a keystone or what you want to call them a pillar. Cornerstone. The pillars on the Bulls team. Cornerstone, pillar, Keystone. Keystone probably too much for him. Keystone's a Keystone beer. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dave. Keystone's only a beer. <laughs> Keystone light was good. <laughs> yeah, you know, light beer. Now, I don't think I've had Keystone before, though. You should. Keystone and Michelob. Keystone like, I've never seen Michelob. I see the Michelob. Nee, let me ask you something. Have you seen a Michelob beer at a party? At a party? Yeah. I a black party? Yeah. Okay. Dave has. I have not. For all my lifetime, watch this beer commercial. I see Michelob. I see Michelob. I'm like, I have never been to a party where there's a Michelob, a Michelob in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the fridge or what I, I just never had Michelob. I don't see it. Oh, man. I don't think it exists. All right. Well, you know, it, it, it's a thing. It's a thing. I mean, they're getting, they're getting their money from somebody. So it's, it's definitely a thing. Um, But yeah, like, I, I always try to, you know, 
preach that kind of patience to to Bulls fans uh, like that. Like, can I can I ask that real quick? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, my bad. Um, I just want to ask a question. So I agree with you, Dub. It, It do take these incremental steps and everything. So I think it's the garbage phase then like the competitive phase and then it's the knocking on the door stage and then it's the championship correct i don't think we're knocking on the door yet i think we're still in the competitive correct what do you you think we're now at the knocking on the doors no as long as this is in the the league (laughs) well no uh, hold on let me see so the team changes so fast like two if um well like well now you have boston but i i i have boston just to be spectacular for that, that team just looks awesome. Mm-hmm. So, like, unfortunately, you had Giannis in the league, right? And, and you know, Milwaukee could go up and down, right? You never know. No 10, someone's that bad, whatever. But Boston now is there. So, it could be hard. Um, Philadelphia, I still think we could be Philadelphia a little bit down the road. We, we, um, age comes into factor. And um, Harden. They, they, they uh, never beaten him, bro. They never beaten him. I know, I know, I know, but he's he's tall. Undefeated. Never lost. He get injured or something with bad knees or something. I'm never lost. <laughs> <laughs> You're double ducking me, Michael. Nah, but um, but um, don't put us I, over, uh, over Philly yet. I don't put us over Philly. Me neither. Not yet, but I think, I think, I think, I think they, they could be the first to fall. Like this, this, this there. Well, the next constant is currently constructed. I don't know what's going to happen yeah. with that, but there's. There's Milwaukee and there's Boston, right? And like, so I think, and then Philly, right? Then I think we got Miami in there, but I think you probably catch up with Miami, Miami faster. So you got to pull yeah. down Miami, you got to climb through Boston and climb through Giannis. And I think, I think maybe we could take, uh, maybe we could leap over Miami. I don't think we could leap over, I think we leap over my, uh, ball, uh, Philly faster than maybe Miami, but Boston right now, I don't think it's hard to. I'd be over. So top three, I guess, is knocking on the door. So I guess it'd be top three. Um, yeah, they're not. That. They're not in the three. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, they're not in the three. It's it's fit, however order you want to put it. It's it's Philly, yeah. it's Boston, and it's Milwaukee. Like those are the three. You know what I mean? After that, mm-hmm. I'm ready for whoever is my like. That's about after that. Like Miami is probably the clear four, but Miami. If, when you talk about that teams that somebody's ready to leap over, I think it's Miami, honestly. And yeah, just because of you know, the grind, you know, and the, and losing P.J. Tuggy. And they honestly didn't do anything in free agency, to be real. But knowing Pat Riley, I don't say that with any true, like, uh, with concrete, you know what I'm saying, like, like on solid or anything like that because of Pat Riley. Like, he'll go find somebody, you know what I mean, hooping where, where D. Jackson works and, and give him a contract and that dude will start averaging 35 a game, you know what I'm saying? Or what dub works. I mean, I'm just saying it like that. I ain't saying no profession. <laughs> but um, I'm just saying he'll go pull somebody out of nowhere. And like they just signed that guy from overseas, uh uh the, the Jovich, Nikola Jovich. Yeah. And he I was like, damn, he he looks all right. You know, <laughs> like he looked like he could be something, but it's just that Pat Riley finds them dudes to stay afloat, you know what I mean? So but yeah. if it was like just looking at it, I would I would put it on Miami because like I said, you ain't beat Philly. Giannis is a is a monster, and you know Boston got better. Like they were good last year, and then they got Malcolm Brogdon with that. You know what I'm saying? On top of it, they they got even better, yeah. in my opinion, D. But the, the, yeah, D. Well, is well, Boston is one of the uh, if you if you believe if you see what the Nets are asking for for KD, Boston is probably the only team in the East that can do it though, because they got an All Star they can give up, and they got assets. You know, they got they got assets and they got draft picks. I should say. 
So if they, if Boston might look different. I don't know if they get better by giving up Jalen Brown and a few other people and adding KD. You're better. Um, but they still they they still in the top three. You know, you're, you're one. I don't know, man. Yeah, for real. Like. If, okay, if they if they got to give up Jalen Brown, you know, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, I don't know, and draft picks, I I, I don't know. These, that's clear for these. Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant, it's Kevin I'll Durant. For, yeah, I like because remember Kevin, Williams is, is to be should, Williams should be more healthier. Time Time Lord should be healthier. Marcus Marcus Smart is your defensive player of the year. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant and, don't and play Jay, defense. Jay, um, he's okay. <laughs> oh, stop no, it! <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Don't get me, dude. KD is KD, man. Come on, KD is probably the best player in the world right now. That's what I'm and saying. Everything, but I'm it. just saying. They, him, him and Jason Tatum do a lot of the same things, which I mean, I'll, I'll gamble with that. You know what I'm saying? I'll roll the dice with that, but they're going to look different. That's the same argument they had when, uh, when I heard, you know, well, same argument they had with uh, Tatum and Brown. Whoa, they're the same players. They do the same thing. They can't go no. That's this is Sean Barker, TNT, say that crap. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about, man? Like, it's not they, the same. Two good players. Like, 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 I don't care. They're two good players. They should be winning some games together. And Horford, I love Horford. Be wrong, but um, yeah, I like Brown a lot. But uh, if you you add all add better offense with um with Durant and Horford, I mean, I, he's he's cool, he's solid. I like Horford, but like I, I'm not not making the trade because I'm trying to keep Horford. Yeah, it was and more, Brandon, more, and Brandon, more. you know, you don't kind of need these play of the year when Brandon is on the team. I mean, I like Smart a lot. He means a lot to the team. He's given a lot. It'd be nice to have him on the team as a role player. I'd be awesome, right? In a perfect world. I need anybody on the team, but but I, I'm Brogdon, KD, and Tatum. That's uh, and Time Time Lord. I'm. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how much I don't know how much Brown's going to get better. Brown's going to get Brown's good. I mean, he may get a little better, yeah. but but Brown ever reached Tatum's level quite, or wherever will he reach? Like a bit, I peak Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's his ceiling? I don't know. I don't know. Brown Brown reminds me. Brown, sorry for cutting you off. No, you good, bro. Brown reminds me of like Joe Johnson, like the third iteration. We saw Joe Johnson get overlooked on the bench on Boston. Then we saw him get traded to Phoenix and become like, yo, he could play. And then when he got his own team, he became that dude. Brown looked like he's Joe Johnson in Phoenix right now. And if he had no limitations, that like he would definitely be, you know, some dudes you, you could see like he got carry carry team potential on. Y'all know I've always been big on Brown, but he mm-hmm. looks like he can he can carry a team if he didn't have like anybody in his way. Like Joe Johnson, when he when he went to Atlanta, it was like, yeah, this dude been, you know, I so said he could be one of the greatest, he could be a Hall of Famer right now if he didn't waste years like behind people. You know what I'm saying? Like he to me, that's what he remind me of. So like I don't think he hit his head on the ceiling yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he KD. I'm not saying you don't trade him for KD, but it might be the best for both of them. He might get to, to the Nets and be with Ben Simmons and start averaging 30. I agree. No, I I completely agree. I think um that's why I thought that it would be a good move for both of those teams for that reason specifically. Because I was like, Jalen Brown will actually go to a team and it would be his team, and he would be that dude. Mm-hmm. Like he's whatever you feel about his game. You know what I mean? You're whatever you feel about it, 
he's good enough. He's, he's still like an all-star. You know what I'm saying? He's still like an all-NBA level talent. You know what I mean? However you feel about it or like it or not, you can't deny the talent that this dude has and he possesses. And I want to see what it looks like when it's on him. You know what I mean? Like when it's just on him and he's got to be that dude that they depend on. And the situation is nice, D, because you mentioned the players, like having Ben Simmons there um, and right as of right now, Kyrie, because it doesn't seem like he's going anywhere either. So having like Ben Simmons right. and, and Kyrie Irving there on your team too, and that's your core, that's that's cool. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a good team. Yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't suck. Now, yeah. I'm sure the pieces around him are going to have to get better because, you know what I mean, that's going to be trouble. But that's honestly a nice core to start with and honestly be one of the best cores Brooklyn has started with in a while. I'm talking about like a young core, you know what I mean? Like that that they've started with like in a in a nice long while. And Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. And I like how people talked about Kevin Durant last season. They were like, they kind of made it seem like he had a down year or something. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, I'm like, dude, this he averaged like 37 and six. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's that's a down year. You know, he 30 points, seven points, six assists, shoot 91% from the free throw line. Like, that's a down year. Like, that's yeah. come on, dude. He's 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 insane. Yeah, you almost gotta make that trade if you Boston, because because that's Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant is gonna be around for quite a bit longer than you think. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not like KD's 30. Yeah, so it's not like a go Kenny for two years and that's it. I think Kenny could drop buckets, man. He's like I don't know. I don't know. 37, 38. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. I think he got at least three years of like exceptional basketball left. And then he's still, he's still one of the greatest shooters we ever seen too. So he's still going to be able to give you 20, you know, when he's 38. (laughs) Yeah. 20 when he's 38. That's real. Um, Let me talk about uh, the other big news or the big thing about the Chicago Bulls, uh, the, the, and that's uh, Patrick Williams. Um, he's he's become polarizing. You know what I mean? It's among Bulls fans. You either think Patrick Williams is going to be that dude, or you think Patrick Williams is not that guy, and he's going to be you know just super average. Um, D, I'll, I'll start with you. Uh, looking at Patrick Williams this offseason and you know what you've seen him do. You know, playing in Drew League. You know, uh, working out. You know, has some a bunch of workout videos out there. That for me look real promising, but people, you know, oh, it's workout videos. I'm like, you're supposed to get better in practice. That's that's the goal. Uh, what do you think about Patrick Williams uh, coming into this season for the Bulls? I think this is like, excuse me, this is his true show and prove season. This is, should have been last year. We got robbed out of last year and everything. But um, the videos I'm seeing, I mean, Summer league or not, or offseason or not, you're supposed to look good. If he didn't look good, I would be concerned. But I'm glad to see that he does, that he's looking really good. So everybody's saying, well, I don't know if we get it. It's just offseason. But you you better look good. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he looks good. Look like he got some muscle on him. Look like he, he he's shooting that thing better and everything. I think it's mostly mental with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's mental because, like, I think if he had a green light or if he knew that he had a green some sort of a green light, you know, it would be better better for him because he could shoot that thing. He got, he can put it on the floor. He got taps. That's the most impressive thing I've seen this summer. You know what I'm saying? He putting that thing on the floor. You know, he got some taps. But, like, you know, maybe it's mental. He's like, man, now we got DeMar, we got Zach, we got this. You know, I don't know if it's on me or not, but, like, 
he need to have that mentality, man. Like this is show and prove year. Cause he heard his name in some trade rumors this summer. I don't know if that lit a fire under him, but if it didn't, he he need to know by by you know with the February deadline, he he can be expendable. So I like what I'm seeing, but I just I hope I hope he in the right headspace. Just go be a dog. You know what I'm saying? If he had Io's mentality, mm-hmm. that dude would be a dog. Yeah. Io, he'll get you, you put Io in any lineup where he can be with the starters or the second unit, or whatever. He always aggressive. Yeah. And defense, playmaking, whatever. No, D, that's important because for me, that's all it is. That's what it's always been for me with Patrick Williams and mental. You know, I'm like, I see the mm-hmm. skill, I see the talent. I know, and I know he worked. I get all of that, but it's the mental I got to see him with on the floor, you know, and it has to be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't be a killer one day and then a lamb the next day. You know what I mean? Like I need you to be consistent uh, in that. Uh, but Dub, same, same question to you, man. Uh, what do you feel about Patrick Williams going into uh, this season? Yeah, I, I, I agree with the deal. D with pretty much everything, everything he said, you know, like, you know, I, if he, if he didn't look good, then I'd be worried. I'd be worried. You know, uh, he's a professional athlete. He's young, he's trying to get better. So, He's looking good, great, awesome. Um, I I try not to watch too much. At least this year I didn't watch too much. Watch some YouTube tapes of dudes doing dunks and practicing and twinning legs. And I've watched a couple minutes of him in the Drew League with DeRozan. I believe that's the Drew League with DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so this is this is his year, man. You know, I, it's funny watching him though. It looks like he lost weight in his thighs. Like I don't know what he did, but he he, he definitely. Slimmed up in the stash, so maybe he's he looks more slimmer on um, below. Maybe he can move a little faster laterally. Um, the handles, you know, guys, you know, you know, guys, um, you know, guys probably handle the ball more than you think than they do when they go when they play in the in the NBA game. Uh, hopefully, those handles will come out. You know, because remember, you know, in the summer league uh, a couple years ago, he ran point guard. You know, and um, hopefully. Hopefully him playing with the ball, having the taps, or whatnot, crossing dudes over. Hopefully that translates into the uh, NBA. Hope he puts it in there. But D, man, dude, like I've asked everyone's telling me, man, mentally you can change. I, I, I've asked players, I've asked people, friends, ex NBA players, like, can you change your mentality? You know, in the middle of your career, and they've all said yes, you can. So. Can he be aggressive? Can he try to get his own on the court and, and not worry about DeMar and Lean? It, it remains to be seen. But the guy definitely looks like, man, he looks, he looks special out there, man. He, he just looks like we see him. It's like, I remember when I, it reminds me when I saw Dwight Howard for the first time on TV. I was like, dude, something, he's, he's different. And I, when I see him on Passion Wins on the court, he just looks like he should be able to hoop, man. He just looks like that dude, like, he got us, man, in big hands. He could dump the ball. It's like he doesn't understand what he got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, no, he got it all there. So, man, I, I, I hope I come out and I see him mm-hmm. just, just aggressive. Like, I'm putting up 20. I'm trying yeah. to put up 20. And to add yeah. to even uh, show more proof to, to that question, though, when you say, can you change your mentality? I mean, look at Andrew Wiggins, man. You know what I mean? Like we just saw it. You just saw it. You know what I mean? And what I he did mentally. Go ahead. I disagree. He averaged the same damn average of all team, every team in on the same. Now I'll give it to you though. I, it was awesome to see him step up defensively against Tatum. 
That's you don't think his mental? You didn't think he looked stronger, like mentally, bro? He was in the he finals. Was, he did, bro. He was getting games where he was getting sixteen rebounds, bro. Like I don't remember Andrew Wiggins. I agree. Like that. I agree. I I I agree. But I, I think I think what, I guess what made me with with Wiggins particularly, I wanted to see him mentally be a better scorer and like first. I, I, oh, you wanted I him to be like thirty? Is that what you mean? Well, yeah, we know this. This is years ago, right? Obviously, that, that's past, okay. right? That's not what he is. So, so we say he's still business. I'm like, yeah, he he did, you know, change Mr. Game, but but he had potential to change Mr. Game to the point where he could draw like 20 in the game. He didn't do that. That meant that part. His mentality is, is team game, and this, I just like playing basketball. He definitely effed that up. Three out of crash the boards all the time, and him just guarding Tatum, man, being a defensive player like that, willing to take that challenge. And um, it was awesome, but I, I don't think that that I think that was a little tweak. Honestly, is that I was the big shift in gameplay. Did that just a little tweak? I think with I think with uh, Patrick Williams, we're talking about a bigger a bigger tweak from like I don't want to shoot to like I want to shoot the ball versus I want to be a better team player and just help out on the boards kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. I agree with that. I got you, Wiggins. Though I, mean, I appreciate what Wiggins did. Yeah, go ahead. Wiggins was more like Wiggins was more like a relief. Like he ain't got to be the man. I could just get in where I fit in and play ball when he got to Jordan Golden State. It's like I, I just, I, yeah, yeah. But bro, it clicked, but it but it clicked, and and even if that's true, and and I'm not saying it's not because he's clearly better when the pressure's not on him and he's not, you know, what I mean, being asked to you know carry a load and things like that. But the mental grew for him because within that he found out, oh shit, I'm comfortable and good in this role right here. Now let me go after it. Now let me do it like this. Now let me do that. That's a change of mentality. You know what I'm saying? That's growing in that sense. Because that's one of the reasons I picked Boston to win. It's because of the rebounding. It's because I was like, Andrew Wiggins ain't going to be doing that. You know, getting in there, getting them bored. That dude literally took over a finals. <laughs> like, in a game. We saw it. He took it over, bro. You know what I mean? Scoring, scoring and rebounding. I remember that fourth quarter, dog. Like, he went insane. And I was like, who is this? Like this ain't Andrew Wiggins, and it's like all of it kind of clicked, you know what I mean, for him. And even I guess it, even him being all star starter, even though we all know he shouldn't have been, but even him being an all star starter and all that kind of thing, like I just it just helps with the mental. So I'm just saying all that to say, yeah, your mental can change. I hope it doesn't take as long uh, for P. Will to get to that level mentally as it did for Wiggins. You know what I'm saying to get that because P. Will's already in a situation where we're not asking him to carry everything. He's the fourth option, fourth, right. fifth option. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just like, dude, hit shoot the ball when I give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, or go to the bucket, you know what I'm saying? And, and draw a foul because you're huge. And nobody, like you said, Doug, when you look at him, you're like, damn, this dude is different. And he he has no choice no more, Doug, because he's got he's the size that when you walk on the court, you're like, okay, you're guarding the best player on the team. Just looking at him. Yes. You're like, you're guarding the best player on the team, dog. Look at you. Right. You're guarding LeBron. You're guarding Kawhi. <laughs> you're guarding Durant. You know what I mean? You're guarding all them dudes, bro, because of what I see just visually. Now, so all it is for him right now is just a whole mental thing. And, I, and you're right. I, I hope it comes together, Chris. One, one thing with Patrick, I think he really likes having the ball. I think he really likes dribbling and running the offense. And because he doesn't have to do that, <laughs> I do think nothing's clicking as fast as we think. I think, mm-hmm. I think he was told that he got better at it. You can handle the ball more and run offense. I think you'll see a totally different player. I don't know if this is ever going to happen, you know, with the uh, with the Bulls, but I, I can see him. He just looks, he looks like he's happy when he has the ball. 
He breathes with the court and starts the offense. He doesn't look like this. He looks comfortable. He's like, remember like a Scotty. A Scotty just looked better. He had to be, just bump, 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 bump up the court yeah. and kicked out the offense. I think he loves that. Um, would he, would he, could he do more of that with the <laughs> with Io and, <laughs> and all the guards we have on the team? I don't know. But uh, I do think that's a big part of his game that I think he, he needs to really um, have a chance, an opportunity to uh, to show to, uh, to showcase. Go ahead, Dino. With with that being said, though, you hit it right on the head, though. It's like, because I was going to say, maybe explore P-Will with the second unit. Give him more freedom and to do, do some of those things. And then, Dub, you bring up like, yo, we guard heavy in the second unit, too. What are we, what are we going to do? Have Io off the ball? Even though he proved he can knock down shots, you know, Caruso can too, and Dragic too, but like everybody ain't going to be at the at they desire, like most comfort zone with that too. But we got to get more out of Pat Will, whether it's like he going to step up and be like, yo, this is our future, or he going to step up and other teams and be like, yo, I'm going to give you something for him. We got to get him involved some like from the beginning of the season on. Yeah, he's got to be that dude, and I hope to see. It. And you and Chris, you're right because I didn't even think of that until I, when you said that. Like he looks comfortable with the ball. The first thing I thought of was that Minnesota game, and like that last game of the season. You know when it was just him. You know on him, and he mm-hmm. was bringing it up. He was creating. Yeah. You know he was doing all yeah. that, and he had like 35 and 12. You know what I'm saying? Like because he was super comfortable. You know what I mean? Just he, doing that kind of thing. You're right. He looked he looked comfortable doing it. You're it's, right. It's, it's almost like he looks like he likes. Setting the rhythm of the game. Yeah. Oh, and, and I don't say LeBron. He's not LeBron at all, but LeBron, like, LeBron cannot exist unless he sets the rhythm of the game. Anything has right. to be through LeBron. Right. He will look like, he looks comfortable where he's making the timing, the decisions of the offense, and he can orchestrate everything. And it seems like he just, like, likes to orchestrate the offense and have it right. all kind of, like, run through what he likes. You know, right. I don't know if that ever happened with the Bulls, but that's what it appears to be. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they see that. Maybe second unit, they come in and start destroying dudes. I don't know. Uh, but we, that's, I think everyone is going to be stared at the screen if he will. <laughs> like, yeah, you like, got that right. Anything good. you do, please we're going to be staring at You're going to be staring at And um, let me take a quick pause and, and bring in the fourth uh, member of this crew right here. Um, renowned artist, overall guy who has many leather bound books. And he's just an awesome human being. Um, that man, <laughs> Anthony Williams, aka Pieces Family. Whatever, bro. What's up, family? What's up? What's y'all going on? We good, man. What up, good. Tom? A lot going on, but you know, it's good, some bad. It's life. Yeah. <laughs> so life's happening. Uh, life's happening. We, we were we were talking about, uh, as you heard about about Patrick Williams and and his impact and what it has to be. And D kind of touched on uh, Io. A little bit, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of why I wanted to go next was um, Ayo Desumu. Uh, obviously, he's coming in this second year, and he's all, not only is he, you know, trying to get better and things like that. He's also playing for a contract. You know what I mean? He's he's for that big money after this because it's a two year deal he signed uh, in that second round uh, with the Bulls. So his contract's up after this. I'm sure the Bulls are gonna, you know, try to resign him and everything like that. But tell me, uh. uh Tone, how you feel about Ayo Desumu uh, coming into this year, man, and and what you've seen uh, from this young man in the past season? I like Ayo, man. I like him. Um, young, exciting, and he wants to win. That's yeah, that's, that's what that's the that's what I get from watching Ayo. Uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, and he's improving. Chicago's very young. Hey, I like him. I like him. Um, I like him more than I like P. Will. <laughs> Ooh, wow. And that's and that's only because P. Will, I still haven't seen that aggressive side from him yet that I want to see, but I see it from Io. Like Io ain't scared at all. So mm-hmm. I don't know if P. Will, if he's just passive, if that's just him. But I just like Io for going out, attacking, but trying to make a play, trying to make something happen on the offensive end and the defensive end. Yeah, true indeed. Uh, Doug, your, your feelings on uh, Io? Yeah, I love Io. You know, we had him down as a at his career as maybe one time potential All Star, uh, <laughs> team one time. But uh, see, Tone hit a, a good point, man. The mental it just means a lot. You know, it just mm-hmm. means when you know you're. Wanting, wanting to go at it and be aggressive and understanding that scoring and, and being aggressive is actually a good thing, you know. That's that's a key component to it, and that's why I, I get why Tone says that, because Tone knows that, okay, that means he has a drive. It's not a fake drive, it's a drive. And you expect it to be better because he wants to get, because he's literally applying what he learned at offseason into the game, you know. P. Will, right, we worry about that, right? You know, mm-hmm. do all these things, all these fancy things, right? But can you apply that to the game? Well, because Ayo's aggressive, you know he's going to apply what he did in the offseason into the game. That's going to show up. This pull up, trust me, he's going to pull up a lot this season. Mm-hmm. A lot of times he looked at the, he pulled it, like, I could pull up right now. I'm not going to do that. This time he's like, okay, then I'm going to pull up now with a perfect drive with you and potentially dunk you, dunk you, right? So, like, I, 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 I like the fact that, like, Tom, I expect him to be better because I know he's going to apply what he's done in the offseason to the, to the, to the game. I expect a pull-up game. Uh, I expect him puff fake games gonna be puff fake and drive games gonna be good. Um, this this overall him playing at a different speed mm-hmm. and not necessarily waiting and understanding how the game works now because he's been in, in, uh, in the league a year and this and this and then seeing him just be more aggressive and being a little better at everything he did last year. I, I totally see that because he's aggressive. Yeah, and I think that and that's the thing for me. Like I think he's just at a point right now where I don't, I'm not worried about the skill. Like for, for him all now, everything is just mental. And what I mean by that is the game is going to now start slowing down. You know what I'm saying? Like when you reach that level of, you know what your skill is and you know what you do best and all those other things. And I'm not like harping on you, like I'll oh, get a three pointer, uh, get more aggressive. Do, nah, you already got that. Then you, your game starts slowing down for you. That's when the game starts becoming better and easier for you. You know what I mean? Especially on the defensive end. And that's why I like where his position is like, it's just basically he's he's just a dude who's gonna be floating around. You know what I mean? Like he's a combo guard, so he could be point. He could be you know the, he could be the two. You know what I mean? You could cheat with him at a three if you're running a small ball, but he's long enough to do all that and guard your best guard. You know what I'm saying on the team, man? Yeah, Trey Young in hell. Like so many times, like this dude, he's just an excellent, excellent guard, and it's just gonna slow down for him, uh, D, and and get a little better for him. And that's that's what I'm more uh, excited to watch for him this year. Right. So like Io, when I look at him, you know how we used to say like Clay Thompson could fit in on any team. He's the only player in the league that any team he can fit in because the way his game is. Io could fit in on any team. And like when you say like he aggressive, it's not like disruptive aggressive. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like he, he's still playing his role and he fit in in any scenario, any group. Like he could start for the Bulls. He can come on the second unit and everything. Like I love that dude, man. We got him in the second round last year. He he was 
based on last year's talent, he's lottery talent. Yeah. And we got him in the second round. You know what I'm saying? And the way he dedicated himself this offseason, the what the time he put into his body, pause. But like, you know what I'm saying? But like, and his game too. But the dude, dude look like a, a boxer, man. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he still. But like, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that that second year leap. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's gonna be man. fun. Don't put this on me, bro. <laughs> I, did I did nothing. I did nothing. Um, but, but I but I agree. But I, I completely agree with you, man. Like he's to be that excited about a second round pick is, is dope. You know what I mean? And and to see it from like game one, you saw from game one, like what he was and how good he was, man. And you know what I mean? And everybody, everybody here from the city, you know what I'm saying? So you you saw when, when you looked at it, you knew it like immediately, you know what I mean? Like you, you gravitated to it. You knew, you knew that kind of game. You knew that kind of mentality, you know what I'm saying? That he had, and you know, and he's a sponge, you know what I mean? And always soaking up knowledge and, you know, just trying to get better and better and better and better. And that's how the game, that's how the game slows down for you. And I'm, I'm excited to watch that. Um, before we get into uh, why we're here, I, I got to ask uh, about this last guy, and that's Zach Levine. Um, you know, signed a big contract, you know, in the offseason. Um, you know, he's obviously the clear uh, face of the Chicago Bulls uh, going forward. He's the longest tenured one uh, to be here uh, for the Chicago Bulls. Um, D, I know we've, we've had debates uh, about uh, Jalen Brown and, and Zach Levine and, you know what I'm saying, and their similarities and, you know, who's better. And it's always kind of been neck and neck. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to where you are now on, on Zach Levine and how, what do you expect from him for a guy that's pretty much going into his prime? You know what I'm saying? And has the two-time All-Stars under his belt. You know what I mean? Has the, the numbers that he's up there with Larry Bird and Kevin Durant as far as that, having those 50, 40, 80 seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's 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 that kind of talent, but um, but there's still another level I think uh, he can go to. But what do you feel your feelings on a uh, young Zachary Levine? So Zach, um, it's it's kind of the same, but um, I he he definitely has more respect for me. But but when I say it's kind of the same, Zach, um, I've always known that he he's a a score. You know he he's efficient too, but I always said that um. I don't think his impact is there enough. You know, he, I, th- I think he's better with a, with a duo, you know, with a DeMar DeRozan next to him or somebody that's even a little bit more, a couple steps ahead of him. He probably would be even better, more impactful, I should say. I'm just waiting for his impact on the game because I think without DeMar and Lonzo and all those guys, I know there's talent that's needed, but like without like somebody just as good as him on the side of him, I think we're still like a play-in game team because Zach is going to put up his numbers. He's going to look good doing it. I don't know if his impact is there yet. He deserved that contract because those are the type of contracts getting given out now and people that's not as talented as him getting those type of contracts. He deserves his contract, but I want to see him being a little bit more impactful, you know, a little bit more leadership, a little bit more intangibles that we don't really see, you know, like, you know, we can even see like the impact of a Tristan Thompson who you really can't see it on the stat sheet. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we can see that impact fully with a Zach Levine. Even though, not comparing them to, like, he's definitely more talented than him. But, like, I don't think he's as impactful as he should be. As good as he is, he should have more of an impact on the game. Okay. I kind of feel, feel what D's saying. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know about Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> you lost everybody with that one, D. You lost everybody with that one, brother. That ain't apples for apples. Tristan ain't apples for apples. That ain't that ain't apples for fruit roll-ups, brother. Like that ain't no way. Right. But you, but you know what a dude like Tristan Thompson. It's like it's a reason everybody in the league want that dude. It ain't like he giving you crazy numbers, but like he has an impact on the game. He's disruptive. You know what I'm saying? He's a defensive player, stuff like that. So go ahead, Tom. My bad. No, no, no. I was just gonna say like I, I kind of agree with you on the fact like you want to see where all that where all that athleticism and all that scoring can take him take the team, not just do for him. Like, you put up 30 points, but 30 really didn't matter in the scheme of things. Mm-hmm. I kind of do want to see, like, man, he's hitting these shots to keep the team up, to keep, you know what I'm saying, to keep the to keep the lead, you know? Um, not just, I just, I put up 30 and we lost or, you know, I, I want to, I, I do want to see some impact from him, like, Dude, they won because of Zach. Like last year, we knew a lot of those games won because of DeMar, you know, or, you know, uh, whoever hit a big shot. We, we knew that those those points mattered in the, in, the, in the win. Or the loss, too, you know, for the, you know, for the most part, part. But, yeah, to me, I don't want empty calories from Zach. I want, I want, I want some, some real, some real nurturing, you know, some mm. take, so, take the, uh, yeah. take control of the, take control of the game, man. Yeah. The way we expect, take control of the game. Right. Yeah. I, I feel the same as, um, as Tony D. I think, you know, we talk about two guards who are six, nine, six, six, and we don't, because Jordan existed in the league, we think everyone should be like him. Because it's six past six, six athleticism. But we want to see, you know, I, I'm thinking of like um, Trace McGrady, right? You know, I know he didn't win a lot, but he wasn't a lot of good, great teams, whatever, whatnot. But when you saw him on the floor, he maximized his athleticism on both ends of the floor. Block shots, steals, rebounds, darking. He maximized what he had athletically on both ends. And we have not seen that with Zach. You know, it's like, and part of that, not just being an athlete, it's about, about just being good at basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you just got to know how to be, be, be good. And sometimes you just not – you watch guys play, you're like, why is he good at basketball? He's, you know, 6'11", athletic. It's because he's not good at basketball, you know. So, like, not to say exactly that good, but maybe him there be Ph.D., you know, basketball level, like Jordan or maybe the, uh, McGrady was at, at, his, at his peak or Kobe at his peak, you know. But we all know, like Pat, like Pat will, the potential is there because he has the, you know, the skill set and athleticism to reach that. He should reach that. I hope he reaches that, and I hope he does impact the game a little way. We've seen great players. We, we all know great players: Magic, Jordan, Pippen, whatever. We all see them do little things in the game where it's like he impacted the game, and we just haven't seen those little things from Zach Levine on a, a regular basis, you know, maybe because of the injury. But this year, hopefully, along with the scoring. You see him like remember I still hustle about you know I'm like why is he not averaging five rebounds a game? He never averaged five rebounds a game. And I, I remember it was brought up like late last year on TV or something like thank you. No one brought that up. Like you get a 45 inch vertical, you're athletic, you'll actually be averaging five rebounds a game. <laughs> He's like 4.5 or something. I'm like, bro, get in there and get six rebounds a game. 
bro. Like you that. Like we need rebounding. Like you should be able to go in like last year. We need rebounding. Like he's, like, he's just hurt. No granted, but yeah. so career though he never averaged five. I'm like, so this year you should average five rebounds. This period. You should get that boys and everybody. And you know the totals. The says total should go up. It's still totals definitely should go up. Oh, uh, so we just got to hope, man, that you know he hasn't peaked yet. He hasn't hit a ceiling. Obviously, we paid him a lot of money to hopefully that we catch him at the point where he's he's up and he he peaks and he turns to peak Zach where he affects the game both ends of the floor and he does little things in the game to where he's like, okay, I get it that I know what to do to win the game. Uh, I'm glad we got him. Let's, let's hope it happens, man. I, I I don't know. Has his what are reports on his uh, health right now? Is he doing 360 dunks oh, for the free throw line yet? Yeah, I I, I, want to, I know we see look we see Lori Martin do the do the between the legs um dunk. Like don't bring 80, him up in year for like for four <laughs> years. You know I like I don't care what I don't care Lori Martin does it, but when I see Zach do a three point do a three sixty for the free throw line for the practice, that impresses me because it's Zach Levine and I want him to do that. <laughs> I want to know that. His uh his uh vertical is back. So as long as Zach's vertical is back and he could jump, he had springs like he did a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um man, let's go, man. This Zach, this is this is the year, man. This is like this is the year. This is the year. Right, look at that shoe. Yeah. Like, are you that dude? Yeah. Are you you yeah. know? I so. and what I what I like about what Zach is doing also for him, like I mentioned about IO, stuff is slowing down for Zach too. Um, because the best thing about having an injury is he couldn't do certain <laughs> certain things that he's used to doing he had to rely on other stuff and zach was one of the most beat up players you know what I mean? when he went to the cup but wouldn't get those calls and then in the second half of the season, he started getting those calls and you would see him get double digit free throw attempts because i couldn't understand why he wouldn't average something like that because he's always getting hacked and then in the second half of the season he had so many double digit free throw attempt games and i expect that to continue and also expect his catch and shoot to ride because Zach is deadly as a catch and shoot okay. guy as well. You know what I'm saying? Yes. With the point guard of Lonzo Ball that he had, you saw it actually come out last year because he had a point guard around. And, you know, when you take the ball out of his hands, which is, you know, we didn't want to see him dribbling, you know what I'm saying? Like that all the time. But we took the ball out of his hands. You saw him uh, thrive a little bit more. And, and just to add the, the see his first season as an all-star was the first year he averaged five rebounds a game. And that was the first time he did that. And then this previous season, I think it was like 4.6. And the season before that, it was like 4. Point. So he had been hovering, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. kissing it. But I, I hear what you're saying. You want you want that more input. You want like at least 5.5. You know what I mean? Like I know he's getting close yeah. to them six boards. Like you would see Jordan do or, you know, those other guards do. Or even Lonzo uh, does it as well. Yeah, or and I'm glad you brought up two things. I'm glad you brought up the catch and shoot. Like two things that bothered me was that, you know, I didn't, I didn't play the NBA basketball. It's a lot of basketball, right? Like, I wish you take his jump shot more seriously. Like, stop fading away and looking at all that floaty stuff all the time. Like, be boring with your jump shot. Yeah. Two, <laughs> dude, like, like it, Kobe, whatever, all the junior guards, Dwayne Wade, they didn't have to dribble to get the shot off. You don't have to. Like, he needs to understand. He needs to sacrifice trying to be looking cool on the court. That's not like he's, like, trying to look cool, but, like, but like, no, go on the screen, two dribbles and shoot, or catch and shoot. That was that's that, that's winning, you know. This looks pretty, and you run the ball four times in a row between your legs across the low, across the dudes over, go to the bucket. But like Kobe, Jordan, Wade, that shit looked boring because it was so efficient and it worked. So I, I just hope you understand. Like, okay, I gotta like quit that dribbling stuff. If I want to win the championship. Two dribbles and a shot, and a shot, 
or I got this, this, this either had the, try to, I had the offense uh, running run, run away where I get a lot of catch and shoot opportunities. I look for catch and shoot opportunities because that wins games. And when I do need to go one on one, do pretty employee jump shot fadeaway thing to the left, you always do. Then do that. But like the first thing his man should be said should be catch and shoot, one two dribble pull up, let's go. That's his mindset because that wins. Like we, we watch NBA, that's what wins. Like dribble around like you're crazy. You know that doesn't it just doesn't win. It looks pretty, but that doesn't. You got to be boring, man. The jump shot, and unfortunately, it would for, well, I'm gonna say unfortunately, but that's what wins. I think he hope he's. I guess that's the maturity part. But when you're in NBA for years, when you realize I gotta just knock off all the other two stuff and this and and this like you know go with the boring stuff that works and that wins games. And I hope I see that in him where he's willing to say I'd rather have more catch and shoots or one two dribble pull ups. Or you know, a, you know, all ball screen opportunities where you got handle the ball so much to score versus one on one pick and roll, looking field, ten dribbles and pass the ball. Uh, final question before we get to the fun stuff. Uh, go around. Where where do the Bulls uh, end up this season? Uh, Chris, I start with you. Where they end up? Six E playoffs, top where, where do they end up? They have to win between 50 and 55 games. All right, we'll see um, you got them at. Or, or, or play in, where do you have them? I'm ha- I have them as, so you got Milwaukee. Milwaukee, you Boston, got Boston, you got Philly. Philly. Uh, Miami. Miami. Then you have, you know, you have the Hawks who got better. You got DeJounte Murray. Ooh, um, the Hawks. Oh, I forgot about that. I was so bad about that. Yeah, uh, they come. Toronto, boy. Toronto's good. Cleveland so got, got better as well. East is tough, boy. East is tough, man. East is East ain't. No I, I, I gotta say four. Um, yeah, but 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 the Bulls okay. may be the regular regular season Goliath though. They made it maybe between that wins in the regular season a lot of games yeah. and people it's like that's nice. Yeah. That's cute. Boston like that. That's cute. Right, you know, right. You should be wins. Yeah, you know. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, the shit I've been watching, I'll take because, it. Uh, because what, what about I'm sorry, real, real quick, what people the Bulls on the observation? I, like anybody on this team could could dribble and shoot besides like two people. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And that kills and that kills like bad teams, regular teams. Even Terry. Right. right? He's right. The Bulls walk in the, the in many games oh. having the best two players on the floor. And I haven't been able to say that for a while. Yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, Tone, what do what do you have? What do you have the Bulls? Got the Bulls. Maybe I mean I think they're going to the playoffs. Um, uh, going back to the playoffs. Uh, I, I can see them being a six seed. I can see them being an eight seed. You know, <laughs> depends because I think the East is going to be so tough. But I really see them being more like a six to a five seed. Yeah. Um, we still dealing with Miami. Milwaukee, I don't believe in Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nets, yeah. I don't believe in them, man. Mm. Uh, D? Philly, Philly, you know, Philly's good. Atlanta. So I can see us easily being a six seed. I can see us being a fourth seed. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon. Um, but depending on injuries, who knows, man? Because. One thing I see about the Bulls and just Rosdorf on, on teams in the past, it seemed like in the past 10 years, man, 
Bulls, White Sox. I don't know who we hiring for our health department, bro. I don't know what's going on in that area. But they need to do better. Yeah. They need to do better. Our conditioning is trash. It's true. Basketball and baseball. Trash. None of that. I ain't gonna argue none of that. Justin Lewis has uh, <laughs> caught himself in the injury too. Oh uh, man, uh, it's rough. Um, it's tough. Uh D, what do you have them? What do you uh have the Bulls uh finishing up? All right. Um, so I, I in the East, the East is definitely tough now. I do think the Bulls got better though. Um, I think there's two teams that separate themselves from the pack, and that's Milwaukee and Boston. Now, Brooklyn is the wild card. I know Tone said you got no faith in Brooklyn. But if KD is not traded, they're going to be top three. That's if KD is traded for – Over Miami? If, oh, yeah. 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 Okay. They will. If, if KD is traded for, in that Boston package <laughs> and they get, they get Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart back, they're going to be top five. Mm. They're going to be right – they're going to be in that cluster with the Bulls. So, with that being said, depending on what happened to Brooklyn, it wouldn't shock me if Bulls is three through six. You have those next teams where Bulls is like right there with the, the the Brooklyn's, the Miami's, you know, the Bulls. Those are the next three. You know what I'm saying? Then you got the Atlanta. So three, three through five, three through six. Yeah. So if the top two is Miami, I mean, it's uh, Philly and Boston, either Milwaukee and Boston. You know what I'm saying? Then you, then you got Brooklyn, Bulls, Philly, you know, Miami. Those are the next four. That's the cluster that the Bulls are with. They're in that that fourteen cluster right there. Except if KD is there, if they say fuck it, I'm not trading you. You Kyrie and Ben Simmons gonna gonna go there and do, and we gonna see what happens. They're gonna be top three. They might be number one. Mm. They might be number one. I'm sorry. I, so I'm Bulls, only, they're they're in that fourteen cluster. I'm only I'm only worried about three teams, and that's Boston, Philly. In Milwaukee, those are the only teams in the East that I'm like, okay, yeah, we we take an ass whooping on that one. But though everybody else, including the Nets, I ain't worried about none of them, bro. None of those other teams, I promise you. That they, they, I'm not saying they they ain't tough and they won't beat the Bulls because obviously they can. Because the Bulls, you saw their record against playoff teams last year. They were two and twenty against teams that went to the playoffs. All right, we saw their record. We know what they are. But I'm just talking about just looking at it. Those are the three teams. I'm like. We truly ain't got nothing for yet, or or it's gonna be real difficult. Whatever you want to put, however you want to word it, positively or negatively, however you want to word it. Um, but I think I got the Bulls fifth. I got I think they're a fifth seed. Um, out of that six, I I know Atlanta got better. I just still I don't believe in them because I still don't think they play defense. Even though Dejounte Murray is a really good defender, um, but I still don't I I don't know how you hide Trey Young so long and the Bulls. That's kind of how I look at it. Like, I'm like, okay, I know you're deep, you got better, but then the Bulls' strength is their backcourt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As far as their depth and their defense. So, and that's why they were whooping Atlanta like they were. You know what I mean? They were whooping. That's why they were beating Toronto like they were. Because Toronto, with all the wings and things they have, they have one point guard. And that's and that's Van Fleet. And they still have one point guard. And so and that's why the Bulls are whooping them. And that's why they were whooping Cleveland for the same way, because they got something for Garland, you know what I'm saying? And and, and the other guards that they had, and Karis LeVert and people like that. So I don't know. I, I think the Bulls would be fifth, personally. Um, I, I like 
I like the vibe of the Bulls as far as, you know, what Dub you talked about earlier, you know, the same things you said earlier about just developing, you know, that chemistry and that, you know, continuity, which is the buzzword, you know, going around. Um, but all of those things, I just like, yeah, this team is really, really good. And every time I look at DeMar DeRozan in the offseason in the Drew League, I'll be like, dude, he played for the Bulls. Like, because you you got one of them dudes. And me and Dub have talked many a day about the Bulls not having one of them dudes on their team. And and we got one of them dudes on the squad, bro. Like, yeah. who literally had his best season of his career last year with the Bulls. So, right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it, uh, to see how they gel even more. You know what I mean? And the main thing I'm excited about is for the first time in a very, very long time, I get to watch good basketball in back-to-back seasons, which is something I ain't been able to say about the Bulls in a minute. You know what I mean? And and that's a good thing for me. So I'm, I'm excited about the season and what it's going to bring. And on that note, let's get into why we are here up in the vicinity today ladies and gentlemen you know what it is trash season is upon us trash season has returned trash season has returned sir uh the tournament, right, I got, trash. I, I got tournament of trash is going down and and i'm excited about it right about now man um our annual tournament of trash that we do every year uh, it is usual. It is three rounds. Uh, it is 16 things. Um, and we will name those things in those tournament and tone and D uh, will decide who moves on uh, in this tournament. Um, are you guys excited tone? I'm, I'm sure you're pretty excited for this because you, you may, you may time. I love to tournament of trash. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see who, who who's in it. All right. What's, well, what's the subject? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely right. Well, the subject matter going on for this year, Tournament of Trash is Worst Uncourt Bulls Moments. The Worst Uncourt Bulls Moments. This is, first of all, this is barring injury. This is excluding injury. All right. Because we know what the worst uncourt moment was in Bulls history. We know what it was. All right. And I mm-hmm. we didn't want oh, to press. Don't don't mention that, man. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. Oh, that point right there. Oh. Correct. And that is why it is not having injuries on this list because it is depressing. And this list is not supposed to be depressing. We're not supposed to depress people. We want them to have a good time with this. So that is exactly why that reaction is perfect tone. Because that's exactly <laughs> why I didn't right. include injuries on here, brother. <laughs> that's exactly why it is not on here. Um. Man. Before you start, I was watching the uh I was on Twitter the other day and they they had this man's highlights. Bruh, and I I almost almost different. 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 People don't understand people get see the internet get caught up in the jokes of cracking these jokes about my man. And I'm just like, nah, y'all really don't understand, bro. Like what we was watching. Y'all, y'all, people don't, people have a, people really don't understand what we was watching. And I knew it in real time. Every time I watched my man, I don't even want to say his name. Every time I watched, bro, I said, nah, this is different. Yeah. This is D Rose. 
D Rose would have been a top 10 player of all time right now. Bro, easily, easily, right now. easily, easily, bro, easily. Like, special. I'm, I, it still hurts. It still yeah. hurts, man. Well, we will move I'm, on I'm, from the pain. I will, let me move on yeah. from the pain, though. This ain't what this right, is question. supposed to bring. But go ahead, D. So these are the worst Bulls on court moments. So these are like on game court moments. moments. Yes. These, yes. these are okay, things so that happen so, within the game. So we ain't got is nothing to do with this last year? Or is this just period? This is overall. Period. This is the, the overall. Just a whole it's thing. Cool. It, 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 cool. it ain't gonna have it, not, nothing everything. to do with Go ahead. Oh, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> so we just we just talking about playing playing basketball. Yeah. Basketball, yes. Well, it, it could be kind of. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you trying to get at, D? What are you trying to get at? Carlos Boozer showed up with shoe polish on his head. Yeah, that is not <laughs> part of this. <laughs> that is not. It didn't make the cut, D. Didn't make the cut. Yo, that's not a worst. That, that would be. That's a funny. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I can. I ain't gonna lie. I can use some of that Carlos Boozer shoe polish right now. <laughs> Hey, dude, I'm looking at I'm looking at my wedding pics. I'm looking at my wedding. Pics. Look like I got a top hat on. I find my uh, oh, my stuff pushed back. Like I, I got a, a scully like out of BC leaning off my head. The way, the way my my hairline is. It did look like he had a yarmulke. <laughs> For real. Oh my god. No, Carlos Boozer from the shoe polish is not on here. He is not on this yeah. list. You right. don't have to that worry was, about that. That was empty. That was damn empty number one. <laughs> but there, there was there was plenty of trash to go around as far as the uncoded moments of the Chicago Bulls, and we're gonna get into it. Um, we actually divided it into old trash and new trash because mm. we had trash that happened around our time back in the day that was older, and we've had plenty of trash that's happened. In the current time uh, for the Bulls, when it comes to worst on-court uh, Bulls moments. So we're going to get into it. We're going to start it, and we're going to have some fun with it. You, you ready? You ready for this, Tom? You good? I'm super ready. This is about to be hilarious. Because you're about to remind me about they, stuff that I know I forgot. They also <laughs> asked you at this morning about, about the same matchup you have, man. Come on, man. You, you're mad about a matchup already. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm like, I saw the scene. Cause I'm, cause no, yeah, I, yeah, this, yeah, I'm like, hey, you see? <laughs> all right. So I feel so about that. Uh, the He's eight. upset about so matchups. He's matchup upset us already. All right, we with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like that matchup. All right. Well, here we go. Let's get into why he's upset. Oh, all right. We starting with the old or the new? It's up to you, brother. Would you like to start with the old or would you like to start with the new? Bring it, man. I don't care, dude. This is hilarious. Man, let's start with the old. We're starting with the old trash. And <laughs> also to, to remind everyone, uh, Dove and I each hold, hold a veto. Uh, we call it the C-Red Fred rule, just to preserve the integrity mm. of the tournament. So here we go. The number one seed in the old trash bracket. 1.8 seconds. Scotty Pippen. Oh! Oh! Against the number eight seed, the fuck, the ninety-eight Pacers game seven. Game seven, we won. Mm -hmm. Oh boy! 
but but Dub, you you tell him why because Dub, Dub, these were one. This was one of Dub's picks. Yeah, and you tell this him why you had this first, one on here. This is the first time in my life when I was watching Michael Michael Jordan gonna win the championship. Well, I was scared. My heart was out of. I have never felt that. They expect the same thing I felt. My heart. I was my. I never felt that way before as a Bulls fan. I was watching the game. My heart was like. I was like, well, what is this? I, it was fear. I was like, are we actually losing? Michael can't lose. We don't. We don't lose. What is going on? Michael was fumbling the ball. He couldn't cross over anymore. He was slow. He was old. He couldn't I'm get back to defense. Got a ball away. Cook coach was trying to save everybody. We looked horrible out there. Cook and coach really, yeah, that's my, that's my point. Michael yeah. Scott didn't snap. <laughs> and I watched it again. I'm like, when is it going to happen? When and you rewatch a lot of them games. We when coach coach happen? Playing, bro, he was saving our ass on a lot yeah. of them. I, I, I remember watching that game live. I remember that game to this day. Like, mm-hmm. I think we make that game more dramatic than it was because we got down big in the first quarter only. And when Kukos lit fire, Mike and Scotty came in, and we never looked back. It was only the first quarter. I completely disagree. It was only the first quarter. No, D. No, 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 D. I'm talking about down double digits. Then it was a game. We will go back. I'm just saying, in that fourth quarter, when they were down, I believe they were down like four or five, when the time was running out, I didn't, and and the Bulls were trash that game. Remember, they did not have a good game at all. And they were losing in the fourth, <laughs> deep in the fourth quarter. Deep and in the fourth. I, I, I'm gonna watch that later. I, I was, I, I was dumbfounded. You see, I'm speechless now talking about it. Like Dude, I, I remember, I was, I was, I was dumbfounded. Like, bro. I was like, "Where's my time?" And the, right. the mic didn't happen yet. It right. It's supposed to happen like four minutes ago. It didn't yeah, happen. Dude. And he like, was turning was... the ball over and stuff. He was turning the ball. He was looking human. After yes. Okay. Yes. Val- yeah. Valid, valid points. Valid points. But so, the, the one point eight. Was an embarrassment, and now what throws it over the top is when Scott he was promoting his book. He said Phil Jackson was racist for that. <laughs> he, <did. laughs> he, 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 said, he said it happened because Phil was racist. <laughs> he did that, say that. Like Scott, yo, I'm going with Scotty. I'm going one point eight. One point eight, man. That shit was fucked up. Because to this day, I was about, I was flabbergasted that. A star player would take yourself out the game at the end of the game with a chance to win. Because my whole thing is, yeah, I get it, Scotty. You wanted to take the last shot, you know. God damn it. We need you on the floor, bro. Just in case the shot come off the rim, man. You know, I just, I, I couldn't, I, I felt them, I felt them. But no, nah, man, that was it's still weird to me, man. It's still yeah. weird. I agree. Still weird. weird. You know what made it even more weirder? Ball. You know what made it even more weirder is that Bill Cartwright <laughs> in an interview crying and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, the fuck? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> and that's Scotty. Weird to see Bill Cartwright crying. <sighs> <laughs> And Scotty, old country ass, was on the last dance tomorrow. I, I wouldn't change a thing. Yes, you should. <laughs> right. You know, right. Should, Dub, I, I got to get Dove a second to defend his boy because everybody's beat down on the pip right here. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I agree. Him. I agree, man. Like, it's funny. It was weird about it that when that happened. I wasn't that much upset about it. I don't know why. 
I was, I was mad about it, obviously, but yeah, I mean, I can't defend that. I mean, that's that's bullshit. How you doing, man? Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah I can't terrible. defend that at all. Like, that's just <laughs> all right. One point, yeah. call it. <laughs> Call it Phil racist. That's the case, man. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That was wild. Dan Patrick was like, wait, what? Like, what are you saying? I think Scotty was playing 4D chess. I think he knew by him sitting down, told him to get that fadeaway jump shot. Uh-huh. And he knew oh. that that shot was going in. Because he knew they practiced all the time, right? And, and Scotty yeah. knew that he did that shot if you know if you were sitting on the bench and doing that. Right. Okay. Well, he, he and Phil and Jackson. Because Phil Jackson called that play with Scotty in the game. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, right, right on. But uh, yeah, one point is def- is gonna move on. Uh, let's go to the number two seed, the, the two seven matchup. The number two seed, Ooh. the Hugh Hollins game. Ah, uh, another one versus the number seven seed, the '90s Pistons game seven. Ooh. So we all know Man, the Hugh Hollins game. We all know how what took place. You know, Scotty uh, blocks Hubert Davis, who was a rookie that year. Gives him a high five, and Hugh Hollins calls a foul, and we all knew that was it. Even though there was another game to play, we all knew that was it. That was, it was over. We all knew the series was over, and it was. Um, but then, and then it's going up against the number seven seed. That game seven against the Pistons. It could be called the Scotty Migraine game if you want to call it that as well. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, the Bulls ended up losing uh, that game. And it felt like everybody felt like the Bulls were going to the championship on that one. And it just didn't happen for the Bulls. And it, and it damn sure sucked. Uh, who Who's going to move on, D? I'm sure you have points. This is closer than people think. Like, you say 2-7. And honestly, my first mind frame, I smell an upset. Mm-hmm. It's more. It's, it was more at stake. We could have been seven-time champions. I don't think anybody really thought we were going to win in 94 because that was the semis. That was right. round two right. with Hugh Hopkins. This was game seven of the finals. Pippen had the headache. And honestly, we would have beat Portland. Yeah, We would have beat Portland in, in 90 in the finals. Yes, yeah, sir. We would have beat Portland. Then we would have won four in a row. Mike retired, came back, and got three. I'm going up. I'm going upset, man. If y'all want to veto, y'all can veto. But I think that game seven migraine – was worse than the Hugh Hollins call. That was a trash call, but we had another game after that, and that was round two. Mm. This was the mm. Eastern Conference Finals. Scottie Pippen tried. He gave it a valiant effort, but it, if we'd have had a healthy Scottie, we beat them Pistons in game seven, and we definitely beat Portland. I'm, yeah. so, I'm, I'm, I'm so confident we beat Portland. Mm-hmm. I'm going upset, yo. I'm going number seven. Here's the only reason I disagree with that and that's those are great points. The only reason I disagree with it is because of what transpired that offseason for the Bulls after that loss. They they became the goons of the world after that loss. And they actually started offseason training camp. Offseason training camp didn't exist in the NBA. And the Bulls are the first team to ever do that. And they started offseason training camp and they didn't even watch the finals. And they just trained and they trained and they trained and they trained to beat Detroit and we came back next year and it made it that much sweeter with the ass whooping that they put on Detroit, you know, sweeping them out and creating another moment of Isaiah Thomas walking off throughout the game and not shaking anybody's hand and led the Bulls, you know what I'm saying, on that run that they went on. Go ahead, dude. Let me ask you something. What's sweeter, the Isaiah moment or a seventh banner? Of course, the seventh banner would be sweeter. Bro, man, dude, I'll, I, 
I got to go upset, man. Y'all can veto if y'all want. No, let me ask Tom. Tom, what do you want? Man, D, he might have made me change my mind because, yeah, that Hugh Hollins call to this day, bro, if if I have a thought of that shit, (laughs) if I think about that randomly, I get mad. Like, my mood (laughs) changes. And I just just sit there in disbelief. Like, how can he make that call? (laughs) Like, but the point that we did have another game after that, you know, that yeah, might... No, two, that, two games, that, I think. Yeah, what, was it two? That no, was no, game, five. game five, yeah. That can't happen in game five. Oh. It changed the momentum, man. And I really, I really, at that time, I really wanted to beat New York yeah. without MJ. I really... I know MJ is the guy. He's the GOAT. But I was a huge Scotty fan. It still is, even though he's weird now. But I was a huge Scotty fan. He <laughs> <laughs> means buddy weird now. <laughs> I swear to God, somewhere after 9-11, we went into the multiverse. And now we get all these different weird characters. Like Mike Tyson ain't Mike Tyson from back in the day. Scotty <laughs> the same Scotty. You know, it's a lot of stuff going on. Like... I'm like, dude, no, we, we in the, no, we, 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 hey, hey, bro, where we going, on task, on task, we in the multiverse, bro, on task, brother, bro, the multiverse, bro, stay with me, stay with me, don't argue with me about this, just stay with me, look at the light tone, look at the light, I'm with you, I'm with you, but I'm just saying, ain't it weird, ain't it weird, after the pandemic, this man sees the the final dance, and then he's just different. Last like, dance. Nah, you your wife was with Future. What's going on, man? What the oh, heck man. is going on? Oh he man, got, he got this book. He's selling liquor, and he got to sit on the old bulls. What's going on? I don't get it, bro. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. But so, who moves on to? <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. With that I being digress. said. <laughs> With that being said, man, D makes a compelling point, and I got to roll with D on this one, man. Okay. I got to roll with D. And then the fact that that Detroit, like you just said, uh, Dave, uh, that's an excellent point, that nobody was working out in the offseason like that until the Bulls was like, oh, no, nah, this can't happen again. Let me, so let me that, ask you one thing, That's Tom. a very compelling point. Go ahead. Let dude. me ask you one thing, Tom. Okay, the 90 Bulls, do you think they would have beat Portland? And the 94 Bulls, do you think they would have beat the Houston Rockets? Okay, I think we would have beat Portland. In Without a doubt. That Houston Rockets squad? I don't know, man. They were stacked. Uh, disagree. They were stacked. They was going to beat them. I would, I would love to see it. Bulls are going to beat the Rockets? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Bulls with Jordan gonna beat the Rockets. Yeah, yeah, Bulls with Jordan gonna beat the Rockets. <laughs> okay, please don't so, underestimate that season, brother. What they were doing? Yeah, because no. I, <laughs> I believe, bro, they was believe, excellent. I mean, they, what they win? Fifty five. Yeah, yes, it's got thirty MVP. Bro. Go ahead, go ahead, though. Scotty should have so, been there. Yeah, Scotty should have been the MVP. Yeah, bro. I, yeah. I, hey, I really think we would have won that. I, honestly, I think okay. if, if the Bulls would have beat New York, uh. And Hugh Hollis didn't make that call. I, I, I promise you, I thought we was gonna win the chip. 
right. So, well, so, Dub, you all right? We're moving number seven. I, I think he made some compelling points to do the most, the best two words in basketball is game seven. Mm-hmm. Can't argue that. But um, but I could I could argue that that I could argue that that call kind of in a way, even though he went to win three more championships, <laughs> derailed Scotty's you know progression or ascent to another to another level in his career. Um, right? If he goes to the finals, even if he goes to the finals and loses game seven, you're looking at Scotty way differently. Mm. And of course, we don't know if Michael comes back. Maybe he does. Maybe I don't know. You know, I'm sure she may come back. But that year, I know it's regular season, but Scotty owned the Houston Rockets that year. I mean, they, they, it's regular season. I know it was different, but they, they matched up well that year with Houston. Pippen was always the best player on the floor that year. Always. Houston. Houston. So, uh, I thought it'd been. I would. I wouldn't have been surprised if they won. I thought they would win. If they lost, I wouldn't be surprised as well. But that call kind of derailed. You know, maybe a whole, a whole new you know look at Scotty's Pippen's career. But you know, he had two more games. And he, he, <laughs> he didn't win. So hey. So yeah, I think they made a good argument. Game seven. You know. Dub. Uh, who did the um? Who did the Knicks beat in the Eastern Conference Final in '94? Was it Miami? <laughs> Indiana, man. Was it Indiana? Indiana. It was yeah, Indiana. We yeah. destroyed Indiana. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We did. Yeah. No, Indiana ain't had nothing for us. Indiana. So, so we're okay with with this with number seventeen moving on. No veto. Uh, good. I, I, I don't. I, it's hard because like I would have voted Hugh Hollins because like I argue with Tone. I can't stand fucking Hubert Davis on TV. Yeah. Get his face off my fucking TV. No, the right answer now, is Hugh Hollins. You, you, when you think of like Tone was that's Hugh Hollins. Like, it's Hugh Hollins physically ill. You know, in ninety, in ninety, I'm I'm ten years old. You know, I'm not like I know I knew. No, of course I know the rules, but. I think I was in church a lot of times during those games, but I had to go to church with the Catholic school. So I missed, I, the, we had the preacher announce the scorers <laughs> doing church. So I didn't like watch that some of those games. Right, you know, to come up, excuse me, y'all. I know you guys like the Bulls. The Bulls are the, up to the fourth, 90, yeah. 89. He was like, right. If I, <laughs> right. In Catholic church, yeah, that happened. But um, yeah, Hugh Hawes is my answer, hands down. I'm just, oh. <laughs> he apologized for it. He apologized for it, D. <laughs> I know, bro. Yeah, that's, that's we, would, we, would, we would almost be guaranteed. We would yes. almost be guaranteed yeah. with another championship. 94 yeah, is not – yeah. there's an argument to be made that we could have won in 94, but we would almost be guaranteed 1990 that we would win. You know, and think about this, the trickle-down effect. You know what I'm saying, 94, what if the Bulls – let's say the Bulls got to the – well, the Bulls won a championship. Does Mike come back in 95 if they did it without him? That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. He comes back. But that's my point, though. See, my team, the, 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 the argument is, even though, even though yeah, I want more Mike, <laughs> give me, give me wrong. I'd rather have Mike. But then if they win, my, my, my favorite player, Scottie Pippen, is different, bro. Yeah, he's he, different. He, he won a championship. So, he guys, we got to wrap this, man, because I got to get to ten it. levels in place. Oh, so, it was so easy. Is, is the veto, oh, will no. the veto be you? We know the answer oh, no, is number no veto. seven. No veto. Will the veto be you? He said game seven, that's it. That, All right. That's, that's to be it. He's seven. going with game seven. Game seven moves on to the next Ooh. round. That was All tough. right. Number three seed, Horace Grant with the Orlando Magic. Mm. You know it. You know it. You know the fist moment. Pump, fist pump in the air. You know the moment. <laughs> Against the number six seed, the 93 finals triple overtime game. 
with the the lopsided fouls. <laughs> yep. You remember the game when the Bulls were primed to go up 3-0 and put a basically a lock <laughs> on, on everything. Yeah. And that Dan Marley set a finals record uh, with three-pointers in that game. I remember clearly the Charles Barkley steal off of Stacey King out of bounds. Mm-hmm. We were trying to inbound it. We mm-hmm. basically sealed that game. I remember that Ooh. clearly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that triple overtime game. Actually, I think that was game four, if I'm mistaken. It could have been game three. I, I got to look that up real quick. But, um, yeah, yeah. Who, who moves on well, in that? This is a tough one, too. Like, I remember – Watching the 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 Phoenix game and asking my father, "How come we ain't getting free throws like them?" Game three, I was right. Game three, go ahead. Yeah, and I remember like being a shorty, being like eleven years old, 10, 10, 10, 11 years old. Like, how come we not getting on the free throw line? <laughs> and they getting on the free throw line. That was the first Tim got down on the I'm I'm sure it wasn't him, but that was the first iteration of that. Horace Grant, that was a little spicy. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to smack them, but like, okay, that, that did nothing. Y'all went and got swept by Houston. Well, you know what I'm saying? But like, that that was like, you know, it was a little bad taste in our mouth because cause we didn't win. But man, I hate cheaters, man. I hate cheaters as much as I hate Horace Grant and BJ when he got spicy that one time. Like, I don't like cheating. And just to add to uh, the point D's making, uh, the Bulls shot nine free throws that game, and the Phoenix Suns shot 31. That's ridiculous. I remember that game, dude. Seriously, I was a shorty, but I remember that that's game. Ridiculous. I don't like cheating, man. And that was that's the six seed, and the, uh, Horace Grant is the three seed? Yes. I, I smell another one, dog. I'm sorry. I ain't trying to mess up the bracket, this but I smell another for? upstate. Yeah. Tom, how do you, I'm Tom? going I'm going with the 93 playoffs, man. Right, Finals. Tom. We won in 93. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's, that's tough. I, I, I feel, D, that, that, uh, that crazy amount of uh, free throws versus uh, clearly they was like, the Bulls going to win this shit. Uh, Let's make it close. Let's keep Phoenix. Bro, we, we were the underdog going into the finals until the ball got tipped, tipped in game one. So we just started out balling them. Phoenix was the was the uh Yeah, and I still don't understand. Phoenix was the best team in the league that year. Yes. And Barkley yeah, I remember the them being well. I remember them having like 63, what 63 wins. Yeah, Barkley, that Barkley year? MVP. 65, they, they something like that. Yeah, yeah, they were vicious. I remember, but I still remember not being afraid of them. Like nope, not at all. Not for a I second. Just, I just remember not. But being you had somebody in Georgia team, man. You don't Correct. get friends. Uh, <laughs> we we knew we knew because we saw it every day. The whole world had us underdogs. Right, we right. Knew. We, you know, yeah. which is cool. Let the the world can do their thing. But <laughs> that '94 when I saw, uh, and I ain't gonna lie, man. I ain't. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. As much as I was like, I want my Bulls to win it. I was not that mad when Horace Grant. Cause I was, I was like, nigga, I feel you, bro. Like, you know, they they traded my man's, or they let him get away and free. And I was like, what? I couldn't. It was like Greg Maddox all over again for me. Mm. Uh, even though you know, Horace Grant is, you know, wasn't looked at as a big three then, but 
to me, I love Forbes Grant. And uh, to see him win it over us and the, the fist pump and carry him off like he won a Super Bowl, but then to see them lose it and get swept like they did, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with that one. I'm gonna go with that one. What's that? So spin, see, uh, the Horace Grant moment. The Horace Grant moment. We we we, beat, okay. we ended up beating Phoenix, even though so they tried. But the but the, but no the bracket I, is called the no worst indeed. moments, and you said you ain't mind that moment. <laughs> oh, the Horace Grant. I, okay, damn. Damn. I don't mind neither one of the moments. I, I don't look at, that's the funny part. Like, all right, let me stop you, man, because I ain't got time for the tangents, brother. Let me stop you. I gotta okay, stop. So look, just I'm stop just gonna you. pick, I'm gonna pick Horace Grant being Horace the first Grant one. is and we got so we gotta we gotta tie here. Dub. Yeah. Where, who do you, you know? Who? I'm gonna turn on this. I the one is fine at 93. I I, I love the I love all the men. Those things were fun to watch. And yeah. I remember being quite upset. I remember being pissed off at them all and them missing a fucking shot. Like, what the fuck is your problem? Miss a fucking shot. But 31 and 9. Remember, he was pulling up. Was he pulling up a half court? People forget. He was, he was, he like, was on fire. Oh, he was on fire. fire yeah. that game. Um, <laughs> it was Horace was Grant. Like I said, I was upset at him doing it. And I was like, I know Shaq kind of, kind of initiated the whole thing. So Horace Grant, like, sure, I guess you could do it. So either one, I don't know. I, I think I was more pissed off at, I was more upset watching uh, Horace. Because that doesn't mean Jordan lost to the playoffs. It didn't necessarily. I'm a little mad at Horace for doing that and being on TV and the announcers talking as if the Orlando was better than the Bulls. Because you, you lose, you lose, right? So they Orlando defeat the Bulls. Like, no, but they're not better. Trust me, give them two more minutes. They would have won the game. They would have won. They had like 31 seconds in the clock. But so I would say Horace. Um, but that's because they didn't take the fact and lost that Michael came back and, uh, and he lost in the playoffs. And they, and they, yeah, we lost to the playoffs. And we won't go into the finals. Yes, I'm gonna be quick, Dave. Hold on. Sure. Tone and Dub is changing the question, man. We ain't talking <laughs> about the game and what could have happened, man. He just said Horace Grant pumping his fist over, and then he said the '93 Finals game when they cheated 31 to nine free throw. Dude, I'm, t- I'm telling you, y'all so, they even tell me how to feel, D. Let me let me tell you this, D. <laughs> when I say worst moments, for me it's for me it's Horace Grant because that is a horrible moment. Because when I think of that moment, I immediately get angry and I immediately get upset. And I remember everything about that moment. It felt like it was going in slow motion because I'm looking at it and I'm watching him wave this towel and talk shit on the court. And Mike had just come back. And he, when he got his number out the rafters, he changed his number from 45 to 23 because he was so he wanted to be Mike and he couldn't do it. And then the very next year, they were so pissed. They went and got Dennis Rodman and it became the greatest team in the NBA history. And then Dude, ran through Orlando and swept their ass out of there. So, but for me, it was it's 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 Horace Grant. Go, go ahead. Chris. And I remember what a few times they, they we pumped the fire to pump the uh, the top the fist, whatever. Yeah, I had to watch Jordan Jordan Scotty walk. They try to walk off the court as losers. Yeah, bro. And I remember I, like uh, they losers. I'm like they're not losers. And I had to look at Michael's face. I was looking at looking at the expressions. Like how how do you how, how, yeah. how do they look when they lose? See, Chris like, even saying that right there and... just pissed me off. You even saying that, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they were losers. Like, they, they were, and the announcers was like, yeah, they lost. They're losers. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, Final point, D. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Dub just sealed it. Great point. Great yeah. point. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> the final one in the old trash bracket. The number four seed, John Starks as a bull against the number <laughs> five seed, the 98 Reggie Miller game winner in the Eastern Conference Finals. Game six. You remember it well when Reggie hit that 
and had a bad ankle, was hopping around like a madman. I remember Chris being mad, saying this mother wasn't injured. He acted like he was injured, he wasn't injured. And he was upset about that. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, but John Starks as a Chicago Bull was just an absolute surreal moment. And I can't believe that actually happened. Uh, Bulls fans didn't. I remember just the lull over the crowd when he scored a bucket. Because <laughs> you're supposed to clap and you're just looking like, that's John Starks. And even John Starks knew it because after a few games, John Starks told Jerry Krause, hey, bro, you got to trade me. <laughs> this ain't right. You got to get me off the team. <laughs> so even he knew it was incorrect as well. Um, this could go either way. D, it's up to you. Starks, if I remember, that was one game. He only played one game, if I remember. I believe he played a total of two, but I, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I thought okay. it was three, but yeah. All right, but so the Reggie Miller, the Reggie Miller, even though we lost that game, it 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 had a what-if great moment because it left a second left, and Mike put up a double pump three that rattled yes, he out. Did. Yes, he did. And that was just like, oh, my God. We still – everybody's still scared of that dude. And then we had that great game, game seven where we was kind of what we talked about earlier. But I think Starks was one game and like it was just like that was funny to me. It wasn't more like, oh, get this bum out of here. It was funny because that whole season was funny. That was that was the bumbles with he played four games. Okay. Was that 99? Okay. That was 99. Yes. The 99. Yeah, so the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But- so, so so I like the drama of that Pacers series. I, I like the way it went down because Reggie Miller was so extra and, and Larry Bird had the stone face because he knew Mike had one second left mm-hmm. and the double pump three almost went in and then it made it made it sweeter to game seven comeback and things like that. Um, Starks is funny, man. So I think uh, I'm going to go with the Pacers. Okay. Uh, the the okay. Pacers, the, that one, because that was a, uh, even though Mike missed that shot, it was still great because he almost like all that Reggie Miller just did the push off the hit and everything and the, the twirling in the air. Mike almost sent everybody home crying. Yeah. And, and it rattled out. Like it almost went in a double pump three. But they, they, they won though. I'm going with that one. <laughs> Bulls won the series. But, but go, ahead. Bulls won. go ahead. Tom. No, I agree with D. Uh, damn. And then this, this is it. This is a tough one. I'm, you know what? Actually, I agree with D, but I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go John Starks. Okay. Because we did win a series, series with Indiana, which I, I I knew that was gonna happen. I mean, I just love I I, I love Reggie Miller, bro. My and guarantee? I really like when we I really like when we beat him. <laughs> That's the funny part. As much yeah. as I, I love when he went when, when we beat him, great. I love watching him beat other teams. New York, yeah. all that. Agreed. Uh, but the John Starks, even though it's it's funny as hell, and the way it turned out, he went to go ask for a trade and everything. But <laughs> like y'all said, man, this man, if he scored a basket, everybody was still like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Just so he went, weird. He went to the owner and said, dude, get <laughs> off the team. Yeah. Like, I can't oh. wait for you. Which is crazy because it ain't like we never seen rival right. players play for a team. We had Dennis like, Rodman. <laughs> and it was still, it, but John Starks. And it was still with like, and it still was hey, like, yeah. 
Right, right. It wouldn't have been so bad. No, it was bad. So yeah, I'm going with John Stone. I'm kind of torn on this one. I didn't. I'm like D. I was more comical. I wasn't like a bad moment to see John Stark in the Bulls uniform. It was more comical, like. We suck, man. It's just bad. I wasn't like, how dare you on the bull? This is horrible. I was like, right. this is funny. For Reggie Miller, that shot, well, I'm more upset with Reggie Miller that shot. I was more upset because I, I hold Jordan such a high esteem, of course. He's perfectly right. Why you let that motherfucker put you off? <laughs> like, you knew Reggie was coming off the screen hard. You knew he was. And he fell, Michael fell asleep for one second. And I was mad at him because he's better than that. So when that shot went in, it just represented me just being more upset at Mike in the moment that he was like, you know, he's human, and that he had a one slip up moment, but he didn't, you know, stand, you no, know, didn't leave focus in hard at one time. Cause almost like he didn't know the, the game was starting or something. It looked weird. Mm-hmm. And so, and then D right, that double puff his shot, clanging out the round. That was just crazy. That was one in. Yeah, everyone knew that was going in when, when, when he released it. So for me, I, I know I know Dave's gonna shoot John Starks. But for me, the original Miller game winner, this is the whole, this is Michael falling asleep, the great Michael Jordan. Just breathing, petition for a quick second. He led Reggie Miller to push him off the spot, and it's like almost almost like Michael didn't know where he was on the court to guard the shot, bro. And then then Reggie Miller spinning around like an idiot, three sixty, like he won the game, and was when it was time left for the clock. So John that makes me mad now thinking about that. That makes me mad now thinking about pushing off Mike, thinking you really got open on your on your own, right? And see the Starks don't make me mad. I laugh at that. That makes me mad. Starts yeah, yeah, I'll give a D. I'll well, give a D, I'm, D, D this one. Not gonna bait it because it will be a tie, and I don't feel like doing a tie. So I'm gonna roll <laughs> with that. I'll just go ahead and roll with. Um, I know D. I know you want a John Stark, man. With know. the four or five, but that's why I put it at a four or five because it's not an yeah. easy matchup. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I have no problem with it. 98 Reggie Miller game winner. We will go to the last bracket, which is the new trash. We just dealt with the old trash. Now we must deal with the new. So let's get into it. The number one seed, the 56-point loss to Boston. Yes, that almost led to a mutiny. Uh, against the number eight seed, this year's playoff game against the Bucks, game three. So the number one seed, um, the Boston Celtics, uh, put a whooping on the Bulls that was just my God. Uh, the ball-headed menace was the coach. Uh, in the first quarter, he took out the entire starting five like it was a college game and, because he was mad at how they were playing and performing, and then it just went from there. It, it was so bad of a loss that it nearly led to a mutiny <laughs> for the team because um, they were really about to just walk out on him. The dude tried to tell him to come to practice the next day, and he was like, no, it was a teaching tool. I was just playing, you know, I was using it as a teaching tool. I wasn't going to make him practice and shit. That just lets you know he had no respect, no, nothing, no accountability, anything like that. It, it, it is the pinpoint moment of that entire trash era of, of the ball headed menaces time with the Chicago Bulls was that loss right there. I, I hate it so that I don't say his name anymore on, on against that number, <laughs> number eight seed of the Chicago Bulls game three against Milwaukee. Uh, that was an ass whooping <laughs> of, of epic proportions. Uh, it, w- it was a beatdown, and it started with Bobby Portis, who lit the Bulls up. I believe the Bulls, the, t- the final score was 111 to 81. <laughs> so I'll say it 111 
to 81 in the playoffs. That's a 30-point ass whooping at home. It was the Bulls' first playoff game in, I believe, seven years, five or seven years uh, at, at home. And everybody was out. I remember it well because that was CHGO. That was our first, like, watch party with the fans that none of these three gentlemen showed up to. Thanks, guys. Um, but it was the first watch party for them. And wait, I, I was invited. Everyone being there. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't know. No. <laughs> you, 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 sure. you get the facts told. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, nobody reads anymore. That's what's wrong with society. No one reads oh, text hey, anymore. Next, next time, bro. Next time I'm invited, I'm there. If I ain't got to work, I'm there. It's cool, man. Don't, don't send smoke signals next time. Oh, is that what I said? Pit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, you responded? Okay. <laughs> hey, we got email and text, this is man. Oh, I got an email, too. I got to send emails. Email, email and text, buddy. Love. I texted, but now I got to send emails. Okay. No, I, I no, no, no. No email. No email. <laughs> what, what I would have been there. I don't well, know Tom, what Mar- Mar- Marijuana affects the memory, Tom. That's how it goes. Clear. Clear. Goes. <laughs> well, I, I, I just didn't want to go. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no, I knew this. You know, Dub does not come out the house. I, I'm, I'm not shocked by any of this. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Not long you know me for 20 years. It's cool. But, that was, was, that, yeah. was, that, was that a work day? Oh, I'm sure it was. You know what I mean? I'm sure it yeah, was. Yeah, that's probably the angle. That's probably like, yeah, yeah, I know. You know. But, you know, Matt and all his friends and family came out. You know, it was a work day. But y'all get it. You know, it was a work day. Yeah, you know, Dave, you're it's right. Good. I've never come to support you at all. I've never come about anything you've done in your life. Fine. I've never supported you at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, it's I've cool. never come out. You know, you know, I kicked out a bar cool that you've been twice. Cool I tried to get into watching before. Uh-huh. You know what? I like when you got to bring up old shit <laughs> <laughs> to deal with what I didn't do now. You know what I mean? And then don't only, do that to your children. Once. That's he gonna tell his kids, man. You don't remember what I did for you back in the day? <laughs> I ain't bring you formula and Similac. I ain't do that for you, son. But no, I don't think yeah, about it. I personally. Need to apologize for not coming because I got so many pictures of y'all from my this, wedding. This is me messing no, with y'all. Oh yeah, hey D, trust me. Oh, you wanted me there, D? You wanted me to come? Huh? Right, let's, let's go to the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To- you wanted me to show up? No, you wanted me to show up? No, no, no. You want to go there? You, you wanted me to show up? You want me to show up? This is jokes, man. This is jokes. Okay. These jokes. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Hey, D, I, I'm, I'm coming to everything. It's, it's, if I ain't working, I'm coming to everything. Hey, you got going, man. Nah, we, hey, we good. Bad, and you good. said my toe. I, I was like, I was like, toe was like, he was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, nah, but look, it was, it was a, a whoop because Bobby Portis, like I said, kicked it off. And then, um, what's my man? I'm Grayson Allen had a ball game and it just hurt even more because you know what Grayson Allen had done uh to Alice Caruso how much hate he had from Chicago Bulls fans I believe he had six threes that game like he was on absolute fire and it was just it, it Ooh, was, that was it was a bad bad terrible terrible playoff loss for your first time at home in that long so it was a terrible moment but those are the two moments those are the number one number eight <coughs> D Jackson third who moves on I'm not going to waste a lot of your time. I remember after that 56-point loss, I remember we did a podcast just on that loss. Yeah, we did. And the, the aftermath, of that, that was embarrassing. That was, man, number one for me. That's it. Right. I don't even want to, I don't even, I don't have to dignify it. Yeah. yeah. 
Even the ball-headed menace's time coaching the Bulls was like Trump being in office, but <laughs> that that You're Bucks right. beatdown is worse. And I want mm. revenge. Mm. And I want revenge this year. Mm. Going with the upset. I'd like it. Okay. Oh, duh. Sir. Well, I thought it was gonna be easy. Thanks, Tone. Um, um I guess. <laughs> Bro, that was that was. I, I'm more upset about the. I didn't expect to beat the Bucks at all. Either way, I, I I didn't want the Bulls to look better, obviously, and not embarrass ourselves. But the 56 point loss thing was just um, that was like that natural. It's unnatural. <laughs> so, like, bro, bro, I mean, Chris bro. And Allen, he called him threes after he did what he did to my man. I agree. I was oh. angry, but they weren't gonna beat the Bucks. I wasn't like, wow, we should have had the game. Oh, we hey, the I don't like, care if we so, weren't gonna beat them, but I didn't want to get beat down like that. I agree. I agree. Oh, That's like oh, a big oh. brother just whooping your ass. No, I know what I was doing was whack, but you don't get a brother back like that. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. But look, go ahead, D. But look, Tom, we have to be a head coach in the NBA, it's only 30 jobs. We have a guy who's getting paid in real time on the job. Say this is a I'm using this as a teachable moment. This is not pre-seat. This ain't this ain't the dress rehearsal. This ain't this ain't practice. He said, I'm using a real live game. We getting real live paychecks under real live fans to teach y'all a lesson. Man, sit your goofy ass. Down. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I trust me, if I see that man now, I would probably want to hit him in his shins. <laughs> like <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan his ass. You know what I'm saying? I hate that dude. All right. But so we're going so we'll I want the Bucks to go with that. I want to destroy the Bucks next year this year. I agree. I what what's interesting, and, and again I'm gonna leave myself out of this because Tone just really swayed my opinion. That is a very compelling because oh, wow. he's right. I'm like, he's right, man. Like he made me just like, yeah, I do want to whoop the hell out of them for that. Cause that was you can't let through. you can't let somebody right. in your division beat you that bad. By but 60, yeah, almost sixty points. But uh, but like the but D's point of we literally did a podcast because of that loss kind of says it all right yeah. there. Like literally did a podcast. Like we got to talk about this shit. Like right here. So yeah, we'll go. I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that fifty-six point loss. All right. Um, let's move on to the number two seven matchup. The number two seed, the two thousand fifteen. Game four, LeBron James game winner. Oh, I remember that game. Against the number seven seed, Gilbert Arenas and the Wizards in the playoffs. Now, Dub, I'll let you go first because you selected <laughs> Gilbert Arenas um, here in the playoffs at that number seven seed. What what about that was such a worst moment for you? I remember watching him play against the Bulls. And I remember thinking like, I was literally physically embarrassed for us as a fan. Watching him go to court and like, you guys are like high school kids and I'm going to give her arenas and no one's better than me on this court and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to on this court. I was, I literally watched the game and I felt embarrassed for the team. They, they, they were just me, but Gilbert arenas was so good. He was so much better than anybody on that team. It was embarrassing. It wasn't even laughable fun. It was just to me embarrassing. I was embarrassed watching him play and destroy the Bulls. Just like I'm, I'm just—it's almost the point he was laughing at us. Like mm. you, you gotta suck. Are you in the playoffs playing me? <laughs> like you can't even beat me. Like, I'm talking fifty, whatever. I'm doing whatever I want to in the corner. Go for a flat. God, do something about it. And I, yeah, I just remember the scene watching him. Like I come, like I was just, I was just upset and embarrassed watching him destroy us and do whatever the hell he wants on the court. 
So that's why I put this on there because I just I, I would never forget that feeling. Just mm. other advantages to be a fan, Bulls fan. Yeah. Wow, that's that's you know telling the whole time he's saying that I'm thinking of is why I'm embarrassed. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking of the whole time. I wish I could find that clip, man. Uh, I cannot find that clip. Yeah. But uh. I guess, but the number two, see, I think everybody knows also um, LeBron James, the game winner in game four, was honestly a moment for him, you know, and I hate that it came against us, but it was uh. definitely a moment for him because after coming off of game three, where Derrick Rose hit that game winner that everybody knows, Derrick Rose hit another one in game four. <laughs> to tie mm-hmm. the game and mm-hmm. we were going to go into overtime and the coach of the Cavs, David Black, tried to call the timeout and they didn't have any left and they told him, dude, come sit your ass down. And in the huddle- We should have been, yeah, been a tech. Yeah, should have been a tech. In the huddle, the play was called for something else and LeBron James told him to shut the hell, drink a warm glass of shut the <laughs> hell up and give me the basketball <laughs> and, and I'm going to take us to the promised land. And that's exactly what he did. Inbounded, <laughs> hit a tough jumper from the baseline over Jimmy Butler. It was a tough shot he hit, man. And I mean, it, it you knew the series was over right then and there. You knew it was over. Going back 2-2, that you can't get that momentum back. Um, and yeah, it went on to cement some more of his uh legacy. So that's it right there. Uh D Jackson, number two seed, LeBron James game winner against number seven seed, Gilbert Arenas, whooping the Bulls his ass in the playoff. Who, who do you well, got? Well. I um LeBron don't get that shot. We go up three one, and I think we win that series. You know, Derrick Rose has never beaten LeBron, whether it was the Heat or Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. We go up three one. I think we win that series. You know, uh, the Wizards series. Um, Gilbert Arenas was better than everybody on the Bulls. Ben Gordon's our best player, and we didn't even know that. You know, we still we didn't we wasn't we wasn't playing like Ben Gordon was our go to guy and things like that and. And Gilbert Arena is better than Ben Gordon, even though he was our best player. Right. I'm going number two. We, I, I, in my heart, I think we win that series. We go up three one, mm. and that that just killed us. And they just they they, they ran three straight after that, and they beat us four two. Mm. But right. if we go up three one, we got a different t- set of confidence and, and mentality. I'm going number two. So the same. Same. That's same because I remember that. I remember that uh D Rose hitting that game winning um the game before and then hitting that big shot to tie the game or whatever. And mm-hmm. I just remember it was time on the clock, and I just remember like just didn't feel right, man. Yeah. And uh show enough, yeah, getting that 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 taste of that taste of medicine that the world had got from MJ all them years. Correct. And we was getting it from LeBron. Correct. Yeah. I'm I've going never with called, that man. I never called him King James. I've always called him Karma. <laughs> That's how I've always felt about LeBron. <laughs> hey, I've always yeah. felt he was Karma, dog. And I was like, you know what? That's fair. You know what I mean? Like the hell, hey. the hell the Bulls put Cleveland through for years. I, I, I completely I'm like, understand. I get it. I get it. I completely. <laughs> I remember talking to my homie Jay back in at art school, man, and he said, "Fuck Michael Jordan." I looked at this motherfucker. I was about to steal on him because I wasn't gonna be his. Like it's amazing we friends. I was about to steal on him. Who the fuck is you? You know, white boy talking shit. Fuck Michael Jordan. 
Man, almost, man, it was almost do the right thing in the class. <laughs> and, you and put some brothers on his car. When he explained why it was fuck Michael Jordan, I was like, oh, okay, you your ass is butt ass hurt. That's all. Okay. And I was like, I his ass. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> you know, I was like, Taking oh, you hate him because you because you you was on the other side of that. I was yep. like, oh, okay. <laughs> and right. I just hey, so yeah, to be all on right. the other side of that is ugly. All right, let me move on. Uh, we got two. Let me move on to the three-six matchup. This is where the matchups get serious. This is three-six matchup. Number three seed, the Jackie Moon game. For those who don't recall, Clay Thompson walked into the oh, United Center oh, oh. and lost his damn mind. <laughs> Came in with with the fro out <laughs> lost his mind on the bulls hit i believe 14 three pointers in that game but what makes it the Jackie i call it the Jackie Moon games cuz he suffered from a head wound in that game he left put on this headband came back out yeah. and still fried the bulls you know what i mean and the bulls had given up i believe the halftime score was 92 to 56 at the half it was 92 to 50 they scored 92 on the bulls in a half of basketball it was horrible uh that's going against the number six seed felicio running on the court (laughs) 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 so (laughs) we saw it when the bulls were playing the wizards they're they were down by one or the wizards were down they're on the floor and we look on the floor and we see there are only four players out there for the Bulls on the floor. And I see the ball-headed minutes at half court, mind you, coaching the team, not realizing that there are only four players out on the floor. The play starts, and then out of nowhere, like a confused gazelle, Felicio comes <laughs> running into the picture because he was in the backcourt, according to him, trying to find out how many timeouts the Bulls had left. But he's still standing next to the coach on the other end of the floor and he's talking to him and he didn't move until it was like, Oh shit, the whistle blew. I'm in the game. And then he comes running <laughs> on the floor, complete embarrassment and let you know how trash that team was during that time. So D Jackson, what, which was a worst moment for the Chicago Bulls, the Jackie Moon game or Felicia running to the court. All right. I'm going to be quick and I'm going to give you my logic. Okay. So the Jackie Moon game, that was a, it's terrible, you know what I'm saying? But I like Clay, and it was a great moment for Clay, and it was a good moment. He set a record for NBA and everything, too. Still terrible for the Bulls fan and me. Mm-hmm. Dude, I have my dark horse to win it all. Felicio. Like, <laughs> Felicio might upset everybody, dude. <laughs> like, dude, that, that was terrible, because that's a knock on Felicio. See, that's a double. That's a two-for-one. That's Felicio and the ball head minutes. Yeah, he's right. Like, it's, I, a, I, it's a, it's a two-for-one. Two going for upset, it. man. He's going that's upset. That's my dark horse. Yeah. Tone? I'm sorry, man. Tone? Hey, man, I got to go with Felicio, man. There it is. <laughs> you know, I got to go with... Dude, under this caption on YouTube is... How is Cristiano Felicio even in the NBA? <laughs> that is, I'm gonna watch this video once I get off with y'all. Cause that's hilarious. Yo, it's thirteen minutes long. And you gotta ask yourself: This is what it boils down to. What's worse, somebody you just not as good as this this other team? Like I'm not as good as Clay. I can't stop him, or I don't know what the hell I'm doing. 
two people. What's worse? They're both bad. worse to me. Like they're both horrible. It's bad, but I'm going ninety-two with and a half is just my guy. But I'm not gonna. I won't debate it. Won't argue this. Uh, we'll move on. That's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got something? You have a Buffalo Wild Wings. We have a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial based on your success against the Bulls. He does. I got a fucking problem. Clay <laughs> <laughs> Thompson, Clay Thompson out okay. there eat, eating the six. There's piece. a commercial <laughs> talking about that. He's that right. references it. Anybody knows the Bulls get their ass whooped. That forever be on online, on the air, on the airways, on, on streaming online, whatever. That the Bulls get their ass whooped by. This is the definition true. of a worst moment, brother. He's right. This, this this is true, but we're talking about a moment. No, hell no. We're talking about an era that should have never happened. So, like, that takes the cake, man. So, Dub, about I'll, years leave, that I, I, I'll leave. Would you? Do you want to use your veto then, Dub, on this? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I have you do. It's a commercial about it, bro. Make a make a decision, <laughs> sir. <laughs> make a decision. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it because you guys I know I think your argument's kind of poor. <laughs> Obviously. So the argument's poor. Game. I don't agree with it. And but I'm gonna leave it. You wanna, you wanna have a, I'm a not quick, trying uh, to sway you, huddle? I'm just trying to get your life. You have a quick huddle day. I wanna I wanna hear your thoughts on this. I don't know. I, I don't think I should be doing it. Oh um, wanna kind of be doing it. It's up to you. I'm 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 leaving it up to you, sir. I'm leaving it up to you. I agree with you. I didn't put I didn't I didn't put Felicia Reservoir Court as I, I think that's your that was your pick. So I mean, it's fine, but like that's kind of that's kind of like something you know we run that list of stuff. Felicia running on the you, court was is definitely a horrible, horrible moment for the reasons I stated. And D's right, like you get a two for one because it includes that fool who was the coach, also. So it, it it's a two for one on that. And it and it's, it's when I think about it, I immediately just get angry. Uh when I think yeah. of Clay Thompson, I get upset and I do get angry about it, but I remember myself laughing through that game. And I remember myself saying, you know what? Fuck it. Go ahead and break it. Just go ahead and hit all the threes. All right. If you're going to do it, just do it. Just, just get it over with. You know what I mean? It's like pulling the trigger on something. Just shoot me and get it over with. Just, just do it now. <laughs> it's kind of those things. And honestly, I don't think about it as much until it's brought up. When I even hear Felicio's name, <laughs> it's the first thing. I think of because I cannot stand it. You know what I'm saying? And it drives me absolutely insane. So I, I'm cool either way on 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 this one, man. That's why I'm leaving it up to you. To uh, say you know, the veto, the veto vote came now. I pulled it off the table because I think both all three of you guys have a consensus, and you guys clearly like. No, it's, I don't have. Gonna... I promise you, I don't have a consensus, bro. Like I don't care. I don't. I don't, I don't think it's it's egregious enough. Y'all, y'all, y'all there. It's not I'm there, but okay, not not enough, not quite. All right, all right, Felicio mm. in the upset. He moves on. Let's uh finish this up. Uh... <laughs> Damn. Oh, finish man. this one up. All right, <laughs> the last one. The up season. Oh, uh, the last one, guys. The number four seed. Denzel Valentine's air ball against the Miami Heat. Hey. <laughs> Against don't say, they, don't say five. Don't say five. He moves on. He moves on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Against the number five seed, Denzel Valentine running into Zach Levine. He's taking the final shot. Oh, I'm about to. We saw what the number four seed was. We remember the Bulls on a comeback. 
and Denzel pulls up from like 40 <laughs> and says, it's time. And he takes it. And not only does he miss everything, he sends Stacey King off his rock. And Stacey's like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? And then you watch, if you watch Kobe White in the corner, he's just like, what? He puts his hands up like, what are you doing, dude? And they go on to lose. It was a horrible moment. And then the number five seed, Zach Levine trying to take a game winner in overtime in a game the Bulls gave up the lead on in the fourth. They, they, he comes in over time. He gets the ball to center court and in, in a Carlton Banks sort of way. This hell runs over to him like he's trying to get the ball and runs into Zach. And Zach's like, What the hell? And he just throws it up, misses everything, and points at Denzel like LeBron pointing at J.R. Smith. Like, What the hell are you doing, dude? And they'll have to walk off. They're both the two, for me, the two worst moments on this list. <laughs> Might be these two right here. Uh, but DJ, that's why I said, let me finish. D, I had more trades. That's why it's a four five matchup. It ain't easy, brother. So, sir, who moves right. on? See, dude, the first thing that came to my mind, you took the words out of my mouth, but it applies to both of them. He got his Carlton moment. Like, because the both, because Carlton shot an air ball too. And he yeah. sat down like this and just watched it. Just yes, he did. like he yes, shot he did. A, a fist pump. He yes. shot Yeah, but it almost looked like on on number five he tried to steal it like Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this, this is tough for me, man. Yeah, damn. Yeah. I know, I know, bro. I know. Uh, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta think about it. You know what I'm saying? I tell you what, bro. Look, but the, oh. the, the air. Hold on. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go with the air ball because the confidence was second to none. The confidence was unreal. So the confidence here, here, was unreal. Here's also what I'll do for you. Since I did this last time and let you hear Stacy say, what? I'll let you hear <laughs> Stacy's reaction on this one when that shot went up. I'll let you hear what Stacey King and Adam Amin uh, had to say here. Oh, I love Less it. Less than a minute to go. Oh my goodness, Valentine! No, Whoa, no, 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 that is not the shot no, at that moment. It's a shot. No, no, no. Hey, Stacey King, he sounded like the, he sounded like the, he he sound like the Spanish maid on Family Guy. This hard to get back no. in, and you can get a better shot. My man said that's from Birdland. <laughs> Love that, bro. I I changed my mind on two things. Okay, that no, that's it. That's the winner. That's my new dark horse favorite. Okay, all right. Yo, Denzel Valentine gonna win the whole joint. <laughs> if you play, I don't care who y'all interview next. If you play the Stacey King in a reaction, he's gonna win the whole joint. <laughs> Tom, who moves on, Tom? No. Okay, there That's it is. That's side, bro. <laughs> there That's it is. Side. I was about to pick when he stole the ball. Uh, the game he stole the ball, and then he tried to do it behind the back pass to nobody. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Oh God, I remember. Yeah, that. I was gonna yeah. pick that one, but I mean, I was gonna <laughs> mention that one, but nah, man, that shot was awful. Awful. And then just Stacey King and Adam Amin just going, no, yeah. no. <laughs> That's no. it adds some sauce to that shit. There it is. Dub, anything to add? Or do no, you feel I a think the air ball was, I think the air ball was a was a, was a bigger 
like what the fuck because yeah. it, was, it was set up to be something bigger and he yeah. just took the air out the building man. like yeah he did so it moves he it all all right well he will move on and that is the tournament guys we got in the old trash bracket the 1.8 seconds that's number one seed going against the 90s pistons game seven the number seven seed in an upset that will be the other matchup is Horace Grant, one of the Orlando Magic being carried off the court. That's the number three seed against another upset, Reggie Miller's game winner in game six of the Eastern Conference Finals in 98. That's the number five seed. In the new trash bracket, we got the Duke, North Carolina Magic with, with the number one seed, the 56-point loss against the number two seed, the LeBron James game winner. That's a tough one. And the number six seed, which is probably the best matchup of the whole tournament here, in an upset, the number six seed, Felicio running onto the court against the number four seed, Denzel Valentine airballing a three. That's the matchup, man. That's a tough one, buddy. That's a tough one. I don't envy the next guest. That's a tough one. The, my prediction, whoever wins that takes it. Whoever wins it takes whoever it. Wins okay. that, man. <laughs> whoever true. wins that takes it. Pretty horrible moment. All right, we're going to get out of here. This show definitely went long, but we're going to get out of here, man. We thank y'all for rolling with us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for enjoying it. Um, follow us on all our social medias. You can follow D at, at djackson82. Follow Tone at Salmon. <laughs> Dub is at Bow Sports one I am at Ball Sports. We are also Ball Sports on Instagram. Chris? Yes, it's, uh, you can listen to the podcast at BallSports.com, B-A-W-Sports.com. And of course, as the bull season, the big season um, moves, for, moves forward, we'll have more podcasts coming. So, yes, <clears throat> you, 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 thank you, thank you to the fans, why not, uh, for the support. And yeah, Dave. Yes, and make sure you tune in for round two of the tournament and enjoy that. That shall be fun. Uh, we'll have another awesome guest uh, on the show for that one. And make sure when you're on on that website, pick yourself up a ball hoodie ladies and gentlemen which i don't think uh d or tone have either but you know i need hey, i'm I need sure they'll get one i'm sure yeah i need, I need a couple of those bro honestly <laughs> i'm sure i, I don't blame d d never gets no, no stuff you know I mean? he don't give us stuff and he don't get no stuff so it's cool it's all right, <laughs> it's all right. D, that's how he I got a, he's I got a poster. Yeah, sir. he's giving me a, um what was that what shirt ad ad i made the sure you, you get my you get my wedding gift oh sir yeah yeah what you give me, give me, give me a wedding gift. Oh man, it's love, dog. I appreciate it. All right. I'll make sure, make sure I fall through the cracks. Or some cushions or something. All right. <laughs> hey D, where you at? Well, thank y'all. Hold on. Let me uh, thank the people for enjoying the show oh, and listening to the show. Thank y'all for tuning in. We up out of here, y'all. <laughs> we out of here. Thanks, so. We gone. Peace. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> where you at? <laughs> <laughs>